0: Listen to your Kurt Vile. Oh, you did. I did. What'd you think? I like the second song more than I did the first song.
1: Okay, interesting. KB Crimes was okay. Uh,
0: I think I, I like that one more than I did the first. Okay, one. I
1: don't that that opening track just <laughs> it's good hits me right in the feels. It and, seems
0: like it, it's totally yeah and it's jamish like jam bandish yeah, in a way that yeah. has a good.
1: Do you listen? Have you listened to the War on Drugs at all? No, I don't no? know. no, okay. Heard it. I, I can't, I think okay. he, yeah, I think he was around for a couple, first or two, first or second album for them. And then he's been on his Kurt Vile and The Violators. I, I barely, I really only know the record that I sent you of his. I've hardly listened to anything else, but there's a lot of really, there's like four or five tracks on it that are go-tos for me and I'll just hit them. I mean, I'll I'll let the whole thing play if I'm like doing yard work or cooking or whatever. But sometimes if I'm driving, I'm like, oh, I got to hear those
0: four or five tracks in that order because they're, for me, they're that good. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Jack Johnson. Really? He just like that kind of croony, uh, <laughs> I don't know, you know, like just the, uh, <laughs> the the different pingy pongy stuff going on. Okay, okay. I think that's kind of what, a, I don't
1: know. I uh, <clears throat> I was chefing at this place in Lee Summit and I had, it was the first... Uh, kitchen I ever worked in where everybody was white and like no I had there was an older black dude that helped me prep in the morning but everybody else was uh young white males that were not old enough to drink and like had very little time in the workforce Mm -hmm. um and there was one kid that he did like the bulk of the p.m. dish shifts and he would put up but you know a little music on back in his corner especially when we were like closing and doing cleanup and well, a lot of times he would put on jack johnson and at one point i was like what is with the jack johnson dude and he was like i don't know man it's like you know you ever uh go camping with your buddy and you uh feel like making banana pancakes and you just touch tips with each other yeah, and i was like yeah. what the fuck i've never felt that
0: <laughs> i go camp with my buddies oh. but we don't do that <laughs> banana pancake thing at all <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> like, Touches penises like, I was like do do that I'm so sorry I asked that's cool but we, so I don't do that <laughs> when I,
1: I can't forever for the rest of my life when I hear Jack Johnson I two penises and banana yeah. pancakes yeah. so what are you saying <laughs> but I'm like I mean, oh like, shit. all
0: his sounds sound the same so okay. you could totally yeah uh, yeah yeah I yeah. see how you could easily go banana pancakes <laughs> and just automatically like oh that's that's Jack Johnson banana <laughs> pancake oh my yeah. god
1: Fucking A. All right. We're doing uh episode thirty seven of Badass Records Podcast. I'm here with Jeff Shifley. Uh, What's going on?
0: Not much. Not much.
1: Sunday. Um we're doing a little uh little mild repair from last night slash preparation for the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um Yeah, I took it easy last night. I was uh the guy in charge, mom went out to the high school reunion dinner. For? St. Teresa's, her 30th.
1: Damn, okay.
0: So, uh, yeah, that's where she was last night. So, the kid and I went down to the neighbors and... Kicked it? Listened to some music, kicked it, had enjoyed a fire. and Nice. Yeah, took it really easy and nothing too heavy.
1: So, we kind of sort of know each other from school, but more recently and more uh, uh on a, on a real level, uh, we have boys in the same grade yeah, yeah, who play baseball, flag football together. They have played soccer together. Um, basketball. Have they played basketball together?
0: Yeah, I think I coached Alehu his first
1: uh, um, we our, were out of
0: the J. It was Brady Johnson and Luke Olerking and myself and Sean Smith. Okay. And I think that Alehu was on our team. With then. Henry? Yeah.
1: No, Henry or Elliot got stuck on a different oh, okay. squad. Okay. But regardless, anyway, yeah, they'll if they haven't, they probably they will. will. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Frank
0: is or not Frank, uh, uh, Luke. Luke Olar King. Yeah. He's Did you
1: be. sign up? Yeah. me too? I'm, so we're in. Yeah. I mean, I haven't gotten anything saying for sure, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, they I, took took I mean, my money, which but it I, should be right. Yeah. Which, uh, how well do you know them?
0: I don't. We kind of started getting to know each other a little bit through when we were coaching. Okay. You know, we, um, our team scrimmaged with each other and practiced with each other all okay. the time. Um, so I kind of got to know him through there, and then he picked up and he moved his company to Colorado. His own company? Yeah, he has a solar. Wait. Um, some kind of, I thought I he worked for
1: Black and Beach.
0: I don't know. I mean, I could be completely wrong. Okay. I thought he had a something in the solar business. He okay. went out there because it was going to be... You know, industry-wise, it's in more demand out in yeah, Colorado than yeah. it is here. So I think you went out to, I, I want to say like Colorado, Colorado Springs or something like that. They,
1: they actually went to Littleton where is that the, where it was, the Littleton? dude okay. that painted the stuff Okay, upstairs, he, the same town. All right. Um, but yeah, um, she coached. I think the first soccer team Ali he was on. Okay. So I kind of got to know them and then we would, he would always walk like for ECLC, we would always see each other in, like every morning in the mm-hmm. hallway. And then uh, I went to play Mom and Pops one year and he was there and I was like, why does this dude look like he can hoop? And he, he can. can. Yeah. I was
0: like, fuck. He can move. Yeah. yeah and he he Brady was not. Johnson. I know. I know. Freaking... I trash him
1: though because he has
0: that weird I've never played against him. Well, He'd just not be fair. It'd
1: be bad. No, but he, yeah, I mean, One on one, he would destroy. But <laughs> then sidelines, I can tell him what's wrong with the shot. <laughs> but he does this thing, and he so does he he, start low. He, no, he gets up here, so he's at the point where all of the energy is the peak when you should release with your. And, but he falls back down a little bit. Ah, okay. Literally, yeah. So first time I saw him play, we were at Hooper's uh, that Friday night, and I was like, dude, and he was like. Seriously, because I I didn't even know him, and I was like, "What the fuck? How did you?" And he he started laughing. He was like, "My dad spent most of his life, and every coach I ever had spent every trying to c- coach that out of me, and it's just it's, it's there." Like, it's natural so fall away, he, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's not the first time I've seen a dude, but anyway, um, he
0: played at K State.
1: Yeah, I think they. Yeah,
0: I mean, played one year. It's kind of one of those walk-on type things, huh? Like, yeah.
1: Um, so, uh, and then I, they had uh, Alehu over for a couple play dates And I was like, oh, this is, these people are, like, legit. Like, I like them a lot. And this is going to be awesome. And then they're like, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, so then I heard they were moving back. When, by the time I heard they were moving back, I think they were already back. And they're actually on this block. Are they really? Just on the other side of Cherry. Okay. Um, and it was weird. Like, they just hit home runs, like, they got Finley into everything, like, found a house. That's
0: how I found out, too, because I was like, Finley's back. Y- oh, right? Is that the same Finley? Yeah. I didn't get the last name yeah. on the list, you know? Uh,
1: so it's like, got in, like, didn't, I don't think missed a day of school, um, you know, immediately, like, did a some kind of birthday thing, I think, for one of the boys, but then it was, like, scouts, you know, and all the sports, I was like, you guys, and so he was, like, picking up or dropping off for flag one day or maybe he was just driving by uh and he brought up basketball and i was like he because uh, we did uh one we did last winter at the J, and it was awful yeah we and, didn't do it we
0: we do we do yeah we do. actually we were though actually. we had
1: what? uh four like four
0: it was a cluster of
1: we just we just had a dude from the J coaching the we kid
0: had a couple of uh Dudes were coaching from yeah. the J. Yes, yes. Actually, it was better this year than it was the year before. Okay, because the year before the dudes never even learned the kids' names, and it wasn't the same coach from practice to game. They would just had a coach. Come. Yeah, so they even know who they were coaching or you know we, what their were. The latest team got granted they're eight. Droid. You know, yeah, we got se- dist- we, it was, it was it. awful. Henry and Luke would just run around and score. That yeah, was it. You yeah, know what I mean, like,
1: yeah, know. we we played. We they played each other once. Oh, how'd that go? I mean. That. that it was a lot of that <laughs> yeah. uh but i just i was like he uh and also both you know we didn't do basketball for either of them the year that covid was first around right but some kids did yeah we did not so they didn't like miss out or they just kept going and i was like god i knew anyway so i i was like, well, he's Kind of homeless right now, basketball wise, but he will play. What he's like? Yeah, we should probably put a team together. And uh, I was like, "Do we need to do?" He's like, "No, I'll just have the moms do it." And like the next day, she sent out a, "Hey, here's the link." Da 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 da. And I was like, "That's he- what's up." He's gonna be, I think, like the best basketball coach we could ask yeah, for. Yeah, could ask for anything better. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to like.
0: I had no business doing it when I was. I just didn't, like. <laughs> My only, literally, I think my only uh, advice all the time, because I was just, when I ever played, I was just a gnat. I was somebody's pest. Swap and swap. Yeah.
1: So, forbidden. what? but did you coach with Sean out, out at the place on where we had games out of Holmes? Yeah, that homes? Like church, that weird church That's, out by
0: St. Thomas More. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he... Uh, that he took his first and probably not his last uh ball just straight to the face in in a game or an early game like one of the earliest games you know just poof, oh, bust, really? busted his shit oh. you know so we're sitting on the sink counter with wet paper towels trying to you know not only stop the blood but i'm trying to like you know jedi mind trick you got to get back out there man like you know and he's like are you out of here? are you
0: <laughs> Get back out there! Yeah, I'm do you gushing. see? Do you see what's going on?
1: But he did. He did. <laughs> it's my but boy. That stuck with him. I mean, it's I. You know, I I have told him already. Like, uh, uh, you will get hit by pitches at, in baseball. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. And it's like this insane. I played eleven years. Just this insane fear. And then what happens in hindsight? It's like it didn't it didn't really hurt that
0: much. Yeah, I, mean, I tell him even with being a catcher, even though Henry's throwing heat or whatever, there is no way, unless you get, even the guys that are hitting really hard right now, and for another couple of years, you're not going to get hurt by getting hit by the ball. Right. There is absolutely, unless it's a freak accident, right? it doesn't matter what happens. Yeah. None of these guys are hitting line drives are going to crack people's, you know, no. nothing. It's nothing. That's not going to happen for
1: a while. No, I've told them... Uh... Uh, if you want to be worried about something, there's two other things, and one which he's also he experienced at the J in a game last year uh, a funny hop and oh, you yeah. just take it off the yeah, mouth yeah, or man, whatever mouth chin, yeah uh, and then you can really fuck yourself up if you uh, have an aggressive slide on like mm. real hard, dry mm-hmm. infield, just rip your thigh open you,
0: you oh, know beer leagued it softball and I just remember being ripped and i Slid into third base and it looked like I was in a motorcycle accident. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had shorts on. You oh, know what I mean? Fuck, it was dude. like ankle oh. to hip. Man. Like two inches wide road rash. I, I was took, like, that was the I, stupidest thing I've ever done.
1: I took the kids to Colorado in uh June and we went to a bunch of different towns and like visited friends and, and of mine and their kids. And so my buddy in Durango, uh, the night we got there, he had a softball game, and we went, and this they've been at this version, this team has been around in some version for years. And so we all all of us kids, the kids and myself went to watch, and uh, I mean, these dudes are destroying the ball in such a way, and third baseman and the shortstop are just like, you know, I mean, it's coming so fucking fast and hard yeah. and they, without hesitation, I would be diving out of the way and being like, I am out. I'm out. I'm, and, and it was like two, three times an inning, you know, and then they recover and fire this thing. I can't throw a softball or hit a softball to
0: save my See, life. I'm the complete opposite. I never once played baseball. I started playing softball when I was six and played till I was 15.
1: Baseball? Softball. Softball, okay, okay. It,
0: up until my, it was really weird. There was a, uh, for a long time, I don't know what it was. We didn't have a big baseball. My group of friends were all playing softball. Huh. For whatever reason. Now yeah. we're, like, around fifth grade, sixth grade, a bunch of them started playing baseball and softball. Okay. Um, For whatever reason. Huh. Uh, I never made the transition. I never, I was always scared of, the, of a hardball. Yeah. To be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. I think that I just had fear. I was like. Sure. Well, Screw when you're short, that, when it's
1: big. I think it's bigger when you're short. And I was always short. Neither one of us are super tall. Yeah. I'm, and you no, get in and no. they're throwing whatever they're throwing, 75. Miles.
0: I was just, yeah. I, it wasn't my thing. Um, softball was just laid back. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can drink at I, this,
1: right? Uh, you're 16. You're, yeah, you cannot.
0: You're 10. So <laughs> 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 but No, yeah. So I was a complete opposite. I, uh, I, I couldn't. I've never... In a batting cage, okay. I've never had a I don't think I've ever tried to hit a fastball in my entire life, okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I by the it's by, gotta be
0: very hard. I hear it's, I mean, it's I was one of the hardest yeah. to do. Uh,
1: it was, I mean, it was hard in Little League, you know. Uh, yeah. it takes a lot to just, just you, even if it's he's throwing hard, but it's but it's 40, you know, it still takes a lot of you know, yeah, confidence. I
0: can't, I can't hardly hit the golf ball when it it's yeah. still, let yeah, alone, you know.
1: So we were at uh, East and Indian Hills together. Yeah. And then where were we before that? Prairie. The whole time. Yeah. Well, okay. I
0: was I was a Porter kid. Oh. Um,
1: what yeah, were the crossroads?
0: Porter, it was uh, Row and Tomahawk. Okay. And there used to be a school right there, and like the
1: ah, where so the who
0: was in my Row and Tomahawk. Kevin Miner, um, Brent Taylor. Brian Day, there's only there was a handful of us um, from Porter that either and we split up. Like I think Taylor went to Belender and some of us went to Prairie. Okay, so did it they, close? They, they closed down. Okay. In, in our after my first grade, the summer after my first grade year. So then we were yeah, it was Prairie from second on.
1: Okay, uh, but born and raised here. Yeah. Okay, and uh, how did your folks meet?
0: Mom. Dad's four years older or was yeah is four years older than my mom, and uh cousins that's how they met okay my mom my mom's second cousin was dating my dad's one of his best friends, okay, and they got like and they just kind of like nice know, and I think that he took her um if remember i right, he took her to her senior prom, oh really yeah wow yeah, he was like twenty two or something like that twenty one okay. Um, so he's like three and a half, four years old. Sure.
1: Ago. Are they still around?
0: They're both still around. Um, they've been divorced now. They were married for 28 years. Okay. And, and then split up. And they've been split up almost as long.
1: Were you already out of the house when they split that up? That was
0: or? my... I was out. Yeah, I left. It was my senior year. My brother was in going into his sophomore year when, okay. they, when they split up.
1: So And it's just the two of you, right? Yeah. So he so. was... And you did you leave the house? Where did you uh, move
0: yeah, out? I moved out with my dad. We moved into an apartment, really? Yeah, oh yeah, Lenexa. Okay, um, okay,
1: like right after of... senior year,
0: yeah, like right after. Um, so I was just working out of the apartment basically, I was working the, I think, lawn service back then, okay, yeah,
1: wow. And then, so, I mean, uh, how were things between them?
0: Horrific. I mean, it was
1: terrific or horrific? Horrific, her- okay, it's a no bueno, it was no bueno for okay her.
0: I, you know, I would say, uh, yeah, as long as we remember. So what? It was it, always just uh, energy. Sure. You know, just sure. that, that negative energy, eggshell type feeling, you know?
1: Did that um, set up any kind of divide or weird thing that you were living with him and your brother's still at home with your mom or? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. 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 It uh, kind of flipped in a weird way. I think uh, my, my brother kind of went... Now is closer to my dad. It kind of things just kind of flipped huh. around. Um, it affected my brother completely differently. Okay, it was a much more traumatic experience. Yeah, than I, yeah. He um, was, um, you know, fifteen when he heard about it. I was eighteen and on my way out. Right, you know, couldn't wait to get out of the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like so because was, of said energy,
1: or just because it, everything. It was just, time. It
0: was time, and yeah. I was. With, that being said, I stayed in the house. Until I was like 21, because I was a, I liked to party and and not have
1: to pay for rent. I mean, you know what I mean.
0: That was you couldn't do everything you wanted I'd to do. Still and be doing pay that. For rent. You know what I mean? Like it was, you know, yeah. so it was one of those. Right? Kind of no. Things. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, when we were 18, it was very. Uh, I had a super strict upbringing, but oh, really? It was like when 18 came around. You're the free. It was switch. Yeah. I mean, granted, it was my senior year, so I really didn't start until the day I graduated. But after that, it was like, they just, it was hands off at that point. I okay. No restraints.
1: So the, whatever, whatever thing that, that created, has it all kind of come out in the wash or is stuff still the way it is because of that?
0: Uh, yeah. My, my parents can't stand each other. Okay. Like to this day. Um,
1: how are, how are things with you and your mom? Great. Okay. yeah, and I'm great with my, with my parents, both. And uh, what, but I think
0: my brother is too. Um, but just, he's just different. Yeah. Then yeah. My dad just are, um, and they just, have, they click really well. Okay. And I click really well with my, both my parents. Um, I don't think any more or less than my brother does and vice versa, just in a whole different way. Yeah. Um,
1: so there was a, a, a good bulk, you know, I, I kind of like ran with like 10 dudes mm-hmm. and a, a huge bulk of us worked, uh, at hen house. Yeah, As, Mike was
0: uh, he was second back then. We were all sackers. And yeah. he
1: you know, he was uh Nolan
0: Sweeney, was he still second or was he sacking when you were there? No. Right, anyway, he was he was go ahead, sorry. Well,
1: no, it's all right. Um but he was um uh you know, so we're seniors, I think I'm pretty sure he's a sophomore. Um and he was just funny. Like he had this like Spicoli... My brother? Yeah. Oh yeah, a, a way about him where sure. it's and just he still to this day does I mean, okay
0: he's got that uh he doesn't have the laid backness of Spicoli he's got everything but that let's put it that way that's wild high, hyper okay high, high strung dude
1: but he um you know so he's kind of just like chill and kind of funny and and pretty goofy like kind of Kind of a goofy acting, kind of a goofy looking dude, but like I, I think we all liked him. Uh, and there was like so a, a certain portion of that Spicoli pie was such a heavy presence that I, I off a couple times found, found myself curious, being like, you know, I wonder what's going on in there or at home. You know, he had he had kind of, he was always flipping
0: the. Yeah, <coughs> He's he still to this day like uh, he has a he wears his baseball caps low. Um, oh curved around his eyes he's always had a uh, eye contact thing i
1: think oh for sure i can see that and, uh, i mean i haven't seen it, him in it's 20 an easy
0: way to and i'm not saying mike anything you know whatever the things i the, you know i wouldn't say to him or haven't Arred. right you know what right. i mean like, yeah nothing's uh, there's no breaking news here whatsoever.
1: yeah Anyway, uh, it was it was, but it, it was. I mean, it's still a little weird. Like, I I kind of sort of knew who you were and could make the connection that you guys were brothers, but it was it was weird to like have well, somebody, day too, somebody it was one year, yeah,
0: yeah. there's no polar opposites.
1: But to have somebody, you know, because I knew some some dudes from your class. I didn't like necessarily hang with them, but I kind of knew some of them a little bit. But it was weird to have, like, uh, you know, you, you're, you're already gone. You you already gra- you graduated a year ahead, and I didn't really ever get to know you, but I'm getting to yeah, know your right. younger brother. It was anyway. Um, so I remember being at, like, I, I don't know. There's always, there's always a party when school starts. Somebody hosts a party for all the moms and dads of the uh, – whatever the grade is. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Sean was there and he's like, do you know, Jeff? And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Seriously. Like, wow. Okay. Here you are. (laughs) You were gone and now you're anyway. It's funny. Uh, but did when you're, uh, when you guys were little, I mean, did your, did your folks play music in the house or? Oh yeah. Yeah. What, what for sure? Was Uh, it both or mostly dad or?
0: Um, no, it was actually both. um, it was all country. Or not, I mean, it was all oldies all the
1: time. Okay. I mean,
0: yeah. Old school oldies. Yeah. I mean, like you know, Rock and Robin, Del Shannon. Um, nice. Motown. Tons of Motown. Cool. Tons of. Uh, they were just totally into all that. Nice. Casey Kasem. Oh man. That was just a staple. That was on the. You know, just on the dial. That was playing throughout the house. Okay. When we were kids, which was in a very big house. It was a two time right. home, small Prairie Village home. Um, and uh, but yeah, they were always playing Casey Kasem on the weekend, so I was always up to date on that stuff. The top weekly top the forty, weekly top forty, up until probably I don't remember hearing it much past eighty three or eighty four when it started getting weird. They bailed on like uh, and when men with hat, you know, all that minute work and all that sure. kind of stuff came, that was They're, they they hit the eject button the and and they stuck back with. Rock and roll like, and the old school stuff. They putting back, on records, or... they went back to ninety four nine, oldies. You know okay, I mean? they, yeah, they retracted and went all the way back, and they're like, okay. ah, we're just going to go back to the sixties and seventies, do all yeah, and, and soul. So that was primarily that. And my, then when Casey Kasem wasn't on, it was um, I was a mix. You know, my mom loved Barbra Streisand, and uh, they loved that movie freaking what was it a, a star is born with chris christopherson and barbara streisand oh um so is, the
1: one that just came that was a remake yeah oh i didn't know that. i just saw it like a it's a year ago. uh
0: the originals absolutely amazing is it oh my god okay it's like chris christopherson right at the time when the highwaymen came together which was willie nelson um, who was it? Chris Christopherson, Waylon Jennings, mm-hmm. and what was the other big one I'm missing? Johnny Cash? I don't know. Maybe I can't. remember. I, I had to look it up. Right. It was. It was. A, it was a great. Okay. I, I can't remember for the life of me what it is. Now. But anyway, that how? Was, when's the
1: last time you watched it?
0: Oh, 20 years. Okay. Twenty five years. Probably
1: still holds up.
0: I would imagine it does. Okay. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It would hold up. Nice. I think it would actually probably. I haven't seen the new one. Oh, dude. Um. But. I don't know why. Actually, no reason why. Yeah. If I'm going to watch new movies, it's usually comedy or horror. Okay. Horror. And and that's it. Okay. Horror number one, then comedy. Okay. And then if I happen to stumble into something, well, Marvel also, you know, a superhero. Okay. I'm totally a a pop culture geek. All right. I mean, when it comes to that, always have been that.
1: When you say horror, are you looking for startle or like gore or both? All the above. Okay. Anything. Okay.
0: Uh, Like, this morning, I was super proud of Ben. Um, He's nine now. So, I'm trying to, like, curate his, uh, what he can see and what he can't see. And really, like, going back on my, you know, uh, trying to, like, think back, like, okay, what is this movie about? Does it have this satanic overtone? Number one, he doesn't need to mess with that kind of stuff. Right. Right. now. Um, Does it have real gore? Or is it just fantasy gore? Mm-hmm. So, for what's, instance,
1: what's the difference?
0: Uh fantasy gore would be like um, an alien getting ripped apart, okay. as opposed to a human body. Okay, you know, somewhere there's it's it's not tangible. It's yeah, com- clearly that's fake because the thing's <laughs> so ab- you know abstract and weird anyway that it getting dismantled doesn't mean anything technically. Yeah. You know? So this morning we were watching the thing.
1: Oh shit!
0: And it was his first. Foray into horror. Okay. Re- into like what I would consider to be legitimate horror. You know what I mean? Not on a scary level. There has some jump out stuff going on, you know. Um, but it's definitely not a scary. Stick with you. Um, I think it's a nightmare inducing type horror. It's more of just a driving, yeah. suspenseful type, you know, feel to it. I
1: think I saw a portion, just a little bit of it when I was around his, and it and there was just, whatever the scene was it i was like no like and i checked out <laughs> it, uh and, and i i want to say it's like i remember this the th- the thing can it take different forms it takes the
0: form of its host okay There's so, there's so it gets a, in there and it replicates its cells and uh, wild
1: there's yeah. a scene where th- it's like Coming out of the ground, or this, like some mud in a field, mm-hmm. and I, for whatever reason, it's I was the like,
0: "Dog, it's there's a yeah."
1: Okay, and it's I coming was coming out of
0: a dog. It's trying to yeah in this weird like, like I a, remember right exactly. I think there's a, another dog head comes out and it kind of like sp- splits and like they're um, they're trying to determine who that. So he this is what freaked him out the day. So they were he's watching it and the thing can't replicate. Anything other than organic matter. Nothing foreign, you know. So they have to like, well, what on the human body? Cavities. Fillings. The, the body, the, you know, this entity or whatever can't replicate that. Okay. Uh, that portion of it. Um, so they have everybody open their mouths. and Which creates the scene, you know, and the divide. And people have porcelain. what You know what I mean? All that crap. Huh. Anyway, my Ben was just enthralled he was and he was not scared okay and of course they bring the blowtorch out there like, like kind of like an aliens type scene yeah yeah again which is like so and that's kind of what i'm getting at like aliens isn't scary it's super awesome it's startled it's scary. startling spin, spin scary yeah you know what i mean yeah. but it's not right nightmare when you come, when you, you know, you can't put that stuff in your sure. everyday life. Nobody really thinks that's under your bed, you know. I
1: don't... Where was your uh, folks' place in PV?
0: 73rd and Ash. What's, where's Tomahawk Ash? and Ash. Okay, okay. Which is 75th and Tomahawk. Okay. It My... comes right out there by the creek and we're up. Yeah. Four houses on the left.
1: Okay. My mom bought a place on 69th Terrace just shy of Row coming up from the village in 86. That's where I lived until okay. I gra- graduated. What was
0: it? Your cross?
1: 69th Terrace and almost Row.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's in between Tomahawk the 65th and Roe. Terrace and Row is okay. where we moved when we, I guess, 12.
1: Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I would, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but I would uh, ride my bike down to the village and to go to the at the movie rental store. Oh gosh! Um, and they would let I could rent anything I'm. You know oh. they let me rent all of the gore. Like, Do you remember
0: you had to have like a parental checklist yeah, maybe, that was down there? Maybe you had to be on a list if you were allowed to rent our I remember I used to hang out with Jamie Farquharson, and his parents were always doing you know doing something or whatever. We were their shit heels taking fur coats or whatever for their uppity parties and oh. stuff so anyway they would try to get rid of us or give us something to do you know so they would they sign anyway sign waivers yes waivers yeah so that we could go there and buy what, what i rent, must have whatever we wanted so you if you were they i think they had like a little i must a have
1: learned and was like hey will you and something like, something whatever.
0: yeah it was but anyway yeah but, i was
1: there all that was our i i I went through all of the nightmare on elm streets all the fridays all the texas chainsaw you know I, I, I want I, you know, a lot of it was because i was interested in the content but but a portion of it was most of those you get you're gonna get a, a couple tits you know out of Absolutely. but so uh, and it's then fantastic and I, I was
0: literally like batter playboy yeah
1: yeah but i ran through whatever portion of the genre mm-hmm. and stuff beyond that was like I, I don't i don't know if i'm gonna get into that but mm-hmm. i but it like messed me up a little bit. And uh, oh, yeah. now if I see something gross or gory or, I, you know, somebody's like, hey, watch this person have this worm tape rip pulled out of their inside. I'm like,
0: oh. Or like real stuff I can't, ne- I've never been able to
1: do. Okay. But even gore, like if there's. Oh, gore,
0: yeah. If I'm I, watching a movie that, and right. a human gets like ripped
1: apart, I'm like, fuck.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> into that, like, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, if anything, horrors, uh helped is made me a better person. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like just uh,
1: So uh is your wife into it too? No. Okay.
0: Totally not. Like it's, Halloween Ends is coming up this it's coming out this the movie Halloween Ends is coming out this October fourteenth.
1: Okay. Uh um,
0: this Friday night.
1: They didn't pull Jamie Lee back in for that, did they? Oh yeah,
0: she's been in for the last uh Really? Bloom House Productions, Jason Bloom and um ironically i suppose yeah i guess irony would be it but you know danny mcbride Mm, um
1: they know the name but i don't know how
0: um eastbound and down okay the guy with the poofy hair and he's the same dude's like he's in hot rod with like adam sandler okay which i freaking love that movie anyway um anyway he they wrote this so They they wrote written this series of scripts. It's been it's gonna be a three movie thing. It's Halloween.
1: This dude and Jamie Lee Curtis together.
0: Well, she's in it. Oh, okay. He's written it with uh, Bloomhouse. Okay, he's done like uh, Conjuring and a bunch of those other movies. You know, he's kind of he's the new school big guy in horror. Interesting. It has a lot of really big 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 backers and a lot a lot of funding.
1: So, but, but when you're, when you go to dig in on something like that, she's like, have fun. Out. Okay.
0: <laughs> Zero. Interest. Nice. Listen, hey. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've taken her. We've gone a couple of times. Sure. I'm actually, somehow she's agreed to actually go to the right. movies with me to see this. She went to one of the Halloween movies and she was like, this is. Not for me. terrible. Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
1: I also, I don't know how, what happened, but. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a serious issue in this home with me and my kids okay. to, now, to, uh, in real life. Uh, I've always been like super, super easy to startle and oh, I don't, awesome. I also don't, you know, he, no, fuck off. No, <laughs> I'm
0: really uh, scout trips are going to be fun. Oh man. <laughs> uh,
1: and I, I don't, I don't hear that well. Uh, so if there's it's a, better, yeah. I, yeah, if there's uh, a, a need startle in the middle of the night, mm-hmm uh we haven't found a way because they would it started with them standing there saying dad and then i was like it's and i freak out you know and i I yell at them and they get upset not i don't mean to
0: oh this is when you're wake, being startled awake but also if you come
1: into the room and i'm doing the dishes and i didn't hear you and they're like dad and i'm like
0: jesus you know sure
1: but anyway so like that doesn't work so you know like hey you gotta and in. first 18 attempts, like, he, he would come in and, like, slap my face. Because <laughs> I said, try to jostle me awake instead of saying, oh, this, is... Okay. this is, like, for... Oh, so this is when
0: you're sleeping, not when you're doing the dishes. This is, he comes in, he's like... He, the
1: first few times he would slap my face. And I was like, dude, don't you know, like, the universal, like, gently clutch a shoulder and so, just softly shake already, Dad. <laughs> probably, yes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um but anyway so i mean like playing hide and seek was terrible when i was a kid uh, because if i was either way if i'm if i'm seeking or hiding scared there's a big mom, there's startle a, there's moment a startle moment ah you know just, god other? damn it you know i can't Should so like, wow. i don't i can't look at the gore and i can't fucking stand being startled so I I can't work for you. Though. I can't be your movie yeah. date either.
0: That's good. That's probably okay. <laughs> <laughs> the movie date uh, has been myself. For well, the I fast mean, majority of the movies that have been released and have actually seen in the theaters. I, John Williams, uh, a good buddy of mine, um, Popeye. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tri-Mission East dude. And he will be there. We're, we're, we have plans tentatively. For Friday night, October 14th. Okay. They watch the new Halloween. Okay. So it's gonna be on Peacock. Oh nice. Uh, they streamed that one there. They did it last time that way. So we're gonna watch that together. Cool. How's he? Fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. And Recently he's... divorced, I wouldn't you know. Um, but yeah, he's doing well. Sure. His kids um, uh, are growing fast. How old are they? Olivia just graduated Damn. from age and is in France. Um she went to Academy of Lafayette. Okay. And went to Miege afterwards, and we kind of kept up in that. So she was, um, you know, kept up on her French and whatnot. So she's over there doing something. She's living with a family right off. Of, uh, so I, I frankly don't know what. Sounds kind of dope in. though. That's pretty freaking cool. I mean, just go kick it in France I know for Sarah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I know her. His her mom Sarah um, took her out there, and they posted some really cool pictures and stuff. Nice. Like
1: that. How's How's his brother doing?
0: Tommy's amazing. Okay. Yeah, he's out, married uh, to a girl named Jeannie. Um, he's been nothing but the best. Hey, she's awesome. He's awesome. Um, Where are they? In Colorado Southern, Cali- or Southern oh. California? They're, okay. um Man, I he I was just outside of Santa Barbara. I okay. think I want to say outside of Santa Barbara. Interesting. Um, doing well. Actually, they just bought a lot over in the West Plaza area, and I think they're gonna build a home and come back eventually. So. Oh, for real? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, man. Uh, so my sister, who three years younger, Tiffany.
0: So yeah, I mean, I know her through like um, Grant, yeah, Luck and all. This yeah. Stuff. You know, Tommy Williams actually was actually part of the crew. I think that used to hang out with Tiffany, right?
1: A hundred percent. Okay. I mean, like uh, I, um. I don't know, man. Um, we, we moved around a bunch and, and by the time I was, uh, you know, going into sophomore year, I was working, uh, m- moving quickly in the direction of, uh, getting a car. Um, and, and so by the time they were like eighth grade freshmen, I was, I was working a lot I was getting out of school for work. I had a lock on my door, uh, at the how I kind of, even though it wasn't cool and it wasn't legit, I came and went as I please, and it, mm-hmm. that caused a lot of friction between my mom and I, well, for all three of us. But um, I just, I was like, I have a life to live. <laughs> like, yeah, I've got it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if you could just get out keep buying lane, groceries and over. pay the bills, and yeah. I, yeah. I'll,
0: I get this figured out. You just yeah, allow me to. Live um, while but they,
1: um, and so I would, you know, I was spending. Um, a lot of my money on music, um and oh, cool. built.
0: It was much worse thing to spend. Well, of. I mean, I was that's lasting. Milwaukee's
1: place. best in in mid grade marijuana. God, I and Camel Lights. Right uh, I mean, I just didn't ever. Yeah, a beer drinker. But... Um, I mean, but I was also buying clothes and paying for my own car insurance and my gas. And if if I had to go out to eat, went out to eat for lunch. It was always, you know, mom was never sticking a five in my. Anyway. uh I fucked up the because I took the doorknob off of, to my bedroom door and and replaced it with a doorknob that had a key lock. Oh, and you'd, yeah, it you, would no, that would wouldn't fly in your no, place. No, the
0: door would be gone. I mean, literally, it was gone. It on a different occasion, but yeah, no, it was yeah, it was just, the door would just be gone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, lock. But I, <laughs> like, but I, I, right. I Go buy some plywood, and it's going be gone. <laughs> like it's, yeah, that I, uh, <laughs> I didn't. I
1: did probably like a C plus job, maybe B minus putting this thing on. Yeah. And so if you mess with it, you could actually get the whole piece to come out. <laughs> Wiggle it out, and then then you could get in there and like uh, and you then crack. So uh, our mom worked. Like a regular job and an evening job, she, I mean, What'd she she, she did she worked well. She worked her her regular gig was for Andrews McMeel pu- Publishing at like 45th and Maine. What did that? The Calvin and Hobbes, The Far Side, really? yeah, as fun as that. Um, yeah, it was cool. I have tons of Calvin and Hobbes shit. I love Far Side. That's still yeah. Uh, but then she would she would come home and change super quick, and then go do like a five to nine uh, down at Tiffany Town in the village. Right. Yeah, uh, I mean, that so was a
0: haunt. I mean, of course, for all of us. Yeah,
1: we so we had uh, and Lux's mom worked there for. A Did minute. she? Yeah, I didn't t- never do that. Yeah, okay. but it, that's a four-hour window for you know for a pocket of time. Me and my friends to be at the house, and then when I'm gone, Tiffany and her friends. That's um, quite a bit, yeah. So I came home uh, and and they had like gotten themselves into my room, and Tommy stole a couple of my tapes, and so I was like. When, I don't know exactly, but when I get the opportunity to murder this human, I will. And then, you know, he, whatever, it was fine. I, you know. He was uh, a sh-
0: total shit back then. He was,
1: yeah, completely. I mean, you know,
0: um, Pat McGee, do you remember him? Of course, okay. yeah. We were hanging out at John, John, Pat, and us. We were all hanging out at John's house. And... uh luck and jay weisenfels i believe and some of those other characters which i love all those guys yeah. they're absolutely hysterical all funny and you know but back then they were just shits to us you know yeah and we're like but funny at the same time yeah you know what yeah. i mean like because <laughs> kind of yeah. they were actually ballsier than i probably ever was 100 that was that was what that was upset part of the funny me more thing, was like,
1: than the missing tapes was that the the audacity? Yeah. to go into my Do fucking that. room.
0: So Tommy Pease with Jay. I, I think it was Jay. I know Grant and him did it, but I, I, I think anyway, it doesn't really matter who was there. The funny thing is, is yeah, they were pee. They they peed in the back of Pat's car. Outside of the house, and I mean, they peed in the back of Pat's car. Oh shit.
1: <laughs> it was. I bet he was pissed.
0: caught him, kind of, and they just ran off. It was just very comical. Just to but, fuck
1: around? Yeah. Or, okay. They were drunk. Uh-huh. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, like drunk 17 year olds. Yeah. Or 16 year olds or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, yeah, and then Tommy, then of course, you know, I, I don't see him for years, and then I do. He he and his he and his brother both I think went through some stuff to get to where they are today. Tons, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I was always...
0: too harsh, I, you know. Tommy, I think John, not himself, he's never really I don't think had to deal with too many. Uh, he never leaned on too much. Um, Tommy had a little bit tougher. Yeah, but he's been sober. You know, Tommy. Sure, sure. uh, he's been he hasn't been on alcohol. He hasn't had a sip for. A long time. Long time. At least 15 years.
1: But I remember even uh, as when they were in, so I would have been like six. So when they were like you uh, uh, and Ben's age, mm-hmm. those boy, Grant and my sister and Tom. Sure. Like there was. They lived right around the corner. I mean, that's how I
0: knew all of Grant and them because Grant and Chris were a block away.
1: A, a common question at our dinner table, usually coming from our mom, uh, was. Uh, you have to wonder what's going on in that house, because it seemed like Tommy was always knee deep in shenanigans, and uh, that I don't they know. They were
0: both very busy. His parents were they? Uh, his mom. I, I hope I'm not doing it wrong or doing her any justice. I loved her. She was a mom away from him. taken way too early. She was. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I remember, it would have been twenty. Shoot, it's been twenty years ago at least. Uh, was killed in a head-on accident on the way to visit her his her daughter in St. Louis. Um, God, that's right. I forgot about that. Like I, I believe a semi driver or something fell a, uh, fell asleep across the median. Fuck. Total dev- totally devastated. Yeah. She was the sweetest thing in yeah. the world. Um, so, and that, yeah. by the
1: way, that's just my mom always trying to like. Pull back the curtain on some. It's like we're we have our own shit to deal with here. Like, don't worry about what's happening.
0: Anyway, they were busy, you think? Always. She was part of Fannie Mae. Um, okay. When it first started out back in the early 80s, I think. Student loan it, was when it uh, Housing.
1: Housing. Okay. It was
0: uh, Fannie Mae Housing, I think, if I remember right. It okay. Was, um, back when they were doing trying to, I think it was just. I forget. I, figure, I figure what exactly. I'd be doing her injustice. Like I said, it would. Be, I think it was she was basically fostering lower income. Oh, cool. Families into homes is what it was all about, or trying to find a yeah. way for them to get financed into homes. And then his dad's a lawyer. Um, was an attorney for uh, just random law, I believe. Okay. For a very long time.
1: Interesting. Um, so. You so your your folks are pretty into the oldies. Do you remember like um, a first for you, or when you first branched out to not? Uh, this is what I listen to on my own time or with my buddies. Not so much just whatever's being played in the house anymore. Do you remember any record that you really liked, or the, one of the first ones that you bought sure, or Greece. borrowed? Well, really,
0: the Grease soundtrack. Really, to this day is. Uh... You know I probably put it in my top 25
1: for sure. Okay.
0: Um for anything, Studio Live soundtrack whatever. It created a day, there's still that nostalgia feeling to me. Yeah. Like when I see Wizard of Oz. Uh-huh. Um when I see that is the same feeling I get when I they put on Grease or okay. something. Like okay. You know how I mean? how did
1: it land in your lap?
0: It was uh my parents my mom was love loved musicals. Okay. Um not musicals in person, but sure. musical movies. So Annie was huge. You know that was she loved Annie, and I still love the soundtrack. Sure. Uh, it's fantastic, it's really good. Yeah. I mean, like, um, so yeah, it was all show tuning Sure, not too much show tune though. Like my wife, she grew up around show tunes. She can sing every freaking show tune in a man. Nice, I mean, but uh, I'm gonna
1: put her on the spot when she I say, be Hey, funny. uh, yeah, she'd be on three. podcaster.
0: actually. She would be, would she do it? I don't think so. Okay. But yeah, it would be <laughs> hilarious. She'd be hysterical. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I um, any others besides Greece?
0: Um, Led Zeppelin two. Okay. Um, I remember for the first few times, it was the organ that I heard through it. They shined through when I was younger, probably around like 10. When I first started listening to my dad's vinyls and pulling them into what I was listening to, back then I was like, uh, "Quiet Riot, yeah, um, Peaches, you know." So I go to Peaches and whatever looked cool, is yes. what I got, yeah, it really wasn't necessarily or what I heard one of my buddies at school say, just a name, yeah. I mean, I right. was not about telling anybody else, we don't worry about impressing them, but definitely impression yeah. the whole, you know what I mean. So I would soak up whatever I could. Excuse me, listen to, so to this day, like, there's, um, my biggest find, and my my favorite find of all time is, I remember being at Peaches and seeing Nucleus, um, Jam on Revenge, and...
1: I don't know if I'm familiar.
0: It is my all-time, probably favorite, uh, old-school rap albums of all time. Oh, really? Um, And I, I saw it. I was into comic books already. I was into all that stuff. This is like uh, mid... Yeah, look at this shit. Let's see.
1: Nucleus is Nucleus the...
0: Nucleus is the name of the band, but it's spelled Cleus. Okay. Um, let's see. And
1: Jam on Revenge is the name of the record?
0: Yeah. And it is... Uh, they're fantastic. I mean this thing changed my life okay as far as that went I mean and it was, was just a it how, was a peaches... how looked it looked cool. the, like again I gotta look, just show you the things like because it was yeah I almost have to see the uh jam on revenge here we go so this is just to give you an idea of what it looked like is you know shit that's you know all right I'm goes. pulling it up over here. Um, oh, it's
1: a comic book uh, right. art so,
0: or cover. So I, this is what I, you know, that's what I'm seeing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> this is after Breaking.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. And
0: I want, I, you know, I could never do anything other than a half-ass backspin until I just random mo- out of momentum. Yeah. You know, and it's like you had like two and a half turns, and yeah, you're like, eh, yeah, and you slow yeah. like shit. No, you know, but you have to find a way to get up. You know, not what
1: like I knew. immediately. I was like, I, the, the, I can't, I can't do it. That but I tried to I do am, the worm. I am I intrigued. I want to. I want to know more about this little slice of culture and music, like the the outfits, the boombox, the fucking oh, dude. I was in breakdancing, parachute pants, nice.
0: Which it took. Such a disheartening story is. Uh, I wanted parachute pants for the longest time, but I was uh, me too. I was really hard on shoes and pants. Oh, okay. Remember tough skins? Yeah, yeah. I had a pair. Okay, a couple pairs because I wore them out. So I was a shithead on jeans. Right, I wear out my jeans all yeah. the time. Yeah, just I don't know what destroy I was doing. The destroy the knees, destroy the jeans, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I was just super hard. As my parents were like, I'm not paying for that shit, you know. Finally. You know, it's like fifth grade, I think, maybe. And uh, I'm pretty stoked. I, I got my first pair of... My mom worked at the Jones store.
1: In, in the village? village okay. Yeah. Uh, my whole
0: life, Like, up until I was like... With uh, da- Danny
1: Hammond's mom. Remember Danny Hammond?
0: Chris's? Like, Chris and Andy?
1: No, that's Hammum. Oh, Hammum. I don't know that. Danny name. Hammond's mom, Uh, they lived just up so, the other side of the village. And you go up, like, 71st. And it splits off in what I can't remember the names of the streets. Yeah, I don't know it. But she were It's like Edith, or she was very, very sweet and soft spoken. Yeah. And they had a tiny little house with Danny and had four four kids. Uh, anyway, he strangely, um, like, moved to Ku, was going to Ku, working, and like got off and came home and was going to make something to eat and, like, left a stove burner on or something and, like, a plastic bag caught fire, and he, he like, died of smoke inhalation. It was really, really fucking weird. Um, But, I mean, she worked at the Jones store forever, Uh, so they had to have known each other. So,
0: yeah, parachute pants, and they... What my mom you can't have those things. You're gonna fuck them up as soon as you put them on. That's what she'd say. Like, it, she didn't pull any punches. That's exactly the probably yeah. the word she said back then. As soon as I give these things to him, you're gonna fuck them up. Yep. No, I am not. Worst Bob. case, grass stains. No I mean, grass stains. My God, dude, I, we go on and on. Same yeah. exact thing. When yeah. kids. Like now, I don't. Are, do those even exist? Grass oh, stains? Oh, a
1: hundred percent. I'll see him run through the yard and like. Drop to his knees like he's going to slide. And I'm You're like, so- get, the, get up. Take those pants off right now. You know what's
0: right going to happen right now? i got to soak those. Yep. Yeah.
1: Spray and wash.
0: First day I got these parachute pants on. Fifth grade.
1: Would they have zippers and shit?
0: Oh, tons of fucking... More the, more the merrier. I know. And I had this charcoal gray pair. They were fucking slick as shit. And I remember literally the first day I had them, tore the knee out my right knee. Kevin Miner laughing his fucking ass off the whole time he's like you're gonna go you're gonna be in so much trouble when you get home dude i'm like i know dude he you know he kind of knew the gig you know and, you know what was gonna happen he knew what i had to get to get to him to begin with and then what was gonna happen after i got home <laughs> so, <he's> like, <laughs> so anyway yeah
1: um, i was
0: into that culture and all that
1: hell yeah uh okay i gotta check out jam on revenge nucleus um so you guys, you said you guys moved, um, were there, were there just two PV houses and then, and then dad was gone and then you, what do you do your thing with him? Yeah. Um, so not a lot of moving.
0: Not a lot of moving. And then I went to, uh, let's see who did I live with? Pat McGee. Okay. Yeah. Him and I lived together. And then after that, I just couldn't live with anybody. So I've lived with my wife. So you went until from. Until I married my wife.
1: You went from mom and dad's house to dad's house to Pat McGee to, to your Pat wife? McGee,
0: and then to my yeah, and then to my son is, for like okay. literally like fifteen years, okay. twenty years. Yeah, I don't. My wife. He should.
1: He was always. I, I'm sure it's a real simple explanation, but when he he showed up, uh, he was like an anomaly because he was so goddamn funny. I mean, he to
0: this day he's funny as shit. I mean.
1: I got we in don't, so we much don't trouble. Talk here as
0: much as we used to. I used to work for him for, and his dad for, fifteen years. Okay. So yeah,
1: he. Um, I. Been, I mean, I would cry. I mean, I would snort. Still to the stage. I would have seizures just and like I'm not even involved. Like I'm all the way across the room just as an observer, and he would get you know he'd be doing whatever he would be doing, and sometimes he could just get away with it, and sometimes the teacher you would get in trouble, and even even him receiving trouble or criticism he was hilarious then like with just feed it right back we
0: would be sitting there in the office oh, this is up until you know he, he worked for our company he was one of the co-owners for up until where I was previously before I started my own gig but it it was uh he was one of the co-owners of the company until they separated did their own thing and um but he would sit there and I had the back office it was there Dave Harrow he's sitting there in the other office and he was just one of those fucking smarmy guys, you know what I mean? Like, he would be like, he thought he would just always thought he was funny, which he was. So we'd be sitting there, and all dead quiet, no phone ringing, and all he'd go, Emilio! Emilio! We're like, what the fuck is he saying? And he's talking about Emilio Estevez. And he'll like start like talking about weird shit. Anyway, he was... He's hysterical. He's, he's a funny guy in a whole different. Level. He did
1: this thing. Um, so we were in the you know, four legs with a desk surface attached to the chair,
0: donkey type thing or a horse thing, or and
1: the and the book rack oh, underneath man, exactly. at Indian Hills, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and yeah. so he he started doing this thing, uh, and I think he did it in a couple of different classrooms, but primarily in this one <laughs> communication class where he would. Start tapping the top of the table and then start moaning, and then it would like become this whole like masturbation skit. Um, and it was so goddamn funny, funny. you could not. Yeah. And he just, you know, he would be like,
0: You get in so much trouble, yeah, he would.
1: He would, I mean, he just
0: take one for the team, yeah, he didn't give a fuck. Nope. and his dad would be hammer the fuck out. His dad is hilarious, that's where he gets it from, and his mom's pretty. Snarky in her own right, but uh, yeah, his dad it, 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 that's it was funny,
1: dude. I, I, I swear, in at least one class, uh, we, we worked through over time, we worked through a progression to where it, it got to the point where the teacher would just point that's
0: and, where I was going with Pat's dad. So, anyway, I kind of lost my, tr- I was trying to figure out where I was going. Pat's dad, uh, was in Vietnam, okay, and he's. Yeah, you know, totally liberal, but at the same time, type, you know, hardline, financially speaking, Republican that way. But, okay. But in the sense of uh, social and individual rights, he's liberal, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Right? Um, doesn't want a free ride, but wants to be able to enjoy the ride. Type sure. Line, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, uh, Again, I'm losing my train of thought.
1: Pat's dad. You said you were going somewhere with Pat's dad.
0: Yeah, he was just... Um,
1: you lived with him he, for a oh, while?
0: Where were you we going with... He sent Pat to Kemper.
1: Kemper. Kemper
0: Academy. Military school. Just at, because...
1: At what age?
0: Seven, 16?
1: Okay. So he was at East and then he wasn't? And then he wasn't. Okay.
0: Yeah, he, he's like, no, nah, you're going... How did that go? Not well. I mean, it just didn't go well just because Pat's like, whatever. and didn't change him at all. <laughs> okay, nice. Like, yeah, he got kicked out of Kemper or something like crazy okay. like that. Like, I think he ended up at Skyline. You remember Skyline? Yeah, yeah. When we were kids, like, in Mission, like, all the dopes and the rejects went to skyline yeah Academy. i mean like mike mccoy sorry mike yeah They'll still probably kill me yeah uh, <laughs> exactly yeah <Will>. uh, uh, <laughs> but you do know I mean, like but yeah it, you, if just, you like, couldn't if you guys, couldn't get it together you couldn't get together you're, yeah you're going to fucking skyline
1: well he anyway he, i guess i guess he you know he vanished or whatever and was wherever he was and then i didn't and then i moved away so years and years go by and i like you know and then I'm back in KC, and uh, somehow I don't know how, but I learned. I think I saw him. I had to have been online somewhere. Um, I think it was a sports talk radio show, and he had a handle called Slugger Hater Pat. Yes, and I would see it, and then like, how I, did you you, know, you remember I, I, that? I saw it for years, it's and really then funny
0: you bring that up. That's old school. That's like. 25 years ago that's I know a long time. and
1: then uh and then one day we were all
0: sports talk just dorks.
1: then then one day I learned i don't know how but yeah. somebody told me and I was like get yeah, that's, the that's fuck him. that's yeah. pat yeah. me I was like that tracks that tracks
0: did he uh do you remember he like he uh did an auction and he outbid everybody to become a one day dj with, I think it was Grunhard and Keatsman, something like that, at Chief's training camp. So Slugger Hater Pat is how they introduced him <laughs> while he was fucking doing this. So he was on for three hours. No uh I'm sure, I know it was Keatsman for sure. I think, I think Grunhard was on with him. No way.
1: Three like, hours?
0: And it was... I didn't even know he was doing it at the time. Like, like we, him and I were a little bit disjointed. Okay. Um, kind of, you know, him and I had, anyway. Sure. Um, I didn't really know. And all of a sudden, I heard him. I'm like, no fucking. Live? I heard him live, yeah. And I started, li- so I listened to the whole, fu- I ended up listening to the whole show, you know, because I was on the road at the time and I was uh, a sales guy. And
1: Was he crushing it? Yeah. Was it funny? It was funny. Yeah, uh, what did that?
0: were those two two dudes laughing? They were laughing a little bit just because he's such a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> like, he says shit he shouldn't say. Uh yeah. But like he's got a odd way of being able to keep it He gets away he can
1: get away or with it where he can it. publish it. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though it's
0: like oddly offensive and yeah. weird and funny and pointing and whatever, not <laughs> and he's like, ah it's still in the yeah.
1: Man. Anyway, uh, remind so me, uh, this right here liquid soul
0: makes a noise is easily, easily. I don't know what to call it a fusion now, maybe. Um, I guess it's probably what you would call it, right? It's,
1: I think you could probably pick a couple different things you jazz, know, jazz hop, fusion hop, hop y- yeah, pop, um, yeah,
0: soul, yes. Uh, I mean, you have uh, salt peanuts, you have uh, Dizzy Gillespie, you have all that stuff in there. That album, I should probably talk about that. That
1: album kicks fucking ass. It's fucking nuts, dude. Uh,
0: You talk about covering uh, some expansive music. There's a super long... like 19 Dizzy Gillespie shit all the way up to...
1: I mean, there's a fucking baller, like, nine-minute track where the dude freestyle raps, like you know, it's four verses. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got Uh, a
0: very smooth delivery, grainy. uh,
1: God, there's a a track where the, the horns going, and he says something like, uh, Oh yeah, that guy over there. Oh yeah. That guy, his name's not Tommy, but he's my boy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I ran into them at, uh, I didn't even know what was going on. So I was sitting there getting beers. Right. And I'm at the, Kansas City Jazz Festival, cool. That was the Liberty Memorial. Yeah, and this is one of the last couple of years they had it. You know, unfortunately, they, yeah. they dismantled everything. And I remember getting a, a beer or getting beers, and I had a couple of uh, my buddies with me, and I'm, I think Ray Madelon was there, right. and Matt Garvin was there with me, and so I, I'm getting beers or whatnot. And I go, Hey, dude, this this dude up there, I was talking to, he's like, Come check us out. We're getting ready to, and he was up there getting. Beers, yeah, and for whatever reason, you would think he would have had a person, anyway, something. But he was up there just getting beer, and and he's like, "Come check us out. We're getting ready to play over on this other stage." So it was on the other western stage where you're going down the hill. I remember sitting there on the hill, and we all just camped out on our threw a blanket down, nice. And they just blew my mind, dude. I had no clue what I was even getting into, and it was. Probably right after they that came out. Okay, which ninety eight, right somewhere in that?
1: was uh, it later? I think it was earlier. Like earlier, 90, I think because 90, anyway, 96, was It was, 97, it was uh, that
0: was their promotional thing. I think is when that. Anyway, I remember that was the album they were selling. I think at the time, and I think I bought it while we were there.
1: Yeah, it's. Um, it was nuts. Ninety six. Ninety six. That, so, that tracks. That's, so I that had, makes perfect sense. I had. Yeah. Uh, so I did uh, one year at Pitt State, and then I moved to Colorado, took a year off, and then moved down to Durango and finished down there. And so I was, in the, I was there for three years, and I did uh, sure. uh, a radio show. And it was a weekly show for three hours and, um, only, you had you couldn't curse or violate into the FCC stuff, but the only requirement was that, uh, you had to play 10 new tracks per show because all the labels are sending everything to college, you know, and community radio say, so we had just new shit coming in mm-hmm. all the time. And, uh, I got my, and I have fun, like, you know, I got, I got a slot. And so I'm, cassette guy I'm bringing like all these Fun. you know um, and then after I'm into it for like a semester I start learning uh, there's other shit you can do like you can make a make an ad on what call, we call them carts they look like 8 tracks but you could go into the control room or the mixing room or whatever and, and record a little thing for hey tune into Jeff's jazz joint on Thursdays 6 to 9 and uh i just i grabbed uh a handful of cds from the new section uh and took them in there with me and i was just gonna went ba- completely based on what looked cool or somebody that i maybe kind of knew totally <clears throat> and i went in there and i was just gonna blast through all the tracks on all these cds and i got to this record and track four i believe it's called equinox uh starts off with a girl Mm-hmm. And she says, "Right now, we're going to listen and to something, something a little different, something slightly jumpy, jumpy, jumpy. to the left." And then this horn, this horn comes in, <laughs> dun, 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 uh. and so I use that for my the ad for oh, my show. Really, yeah, 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 yeah. And I've been, in, I've a Liquid Soul sticker on my mountain bike too. Do you do? Yeah. And they put out a second record, which was it's it was eh. okay. Yeah, but I, I thought they were going to be huge. I thought that they were.
0: It was a. Me- I think that it's almost like it was one of those perfect storms. Lightning in a bottle? Lightning Seas, Cloud Cuckoo Land. Like You know, the different, like, that album. You know what I mean? Like It was a fantastic I don't know if you remember those guys. They were... Uh...
1: I never saw them live.
0: Oh, I never saw them live. Uh, but Lightning Seas? Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Saw? I thought we were still talking liquid salt. Oh, oh, no, no. Oh. Lightning Seas? Seeds. Seeds. In the 80s, Cloud uh-uh. Cuckoo Land uh-uh. was like... Uh, no.
0: It was one of those... Kind of prog rock, I guess. Maybe. Okay. Yeah.
1: You thought they were going to be huge? and they.
0: I thought they were going to be massive. Hmm. Uh, Jesus and Mary Chain. Yeah. I really was. thought they were going to be huge. Yeah. I thought live was going to end up being bigger than they ended up being, but I, they ended up being repetitive, which I didn't see that. But right. they kind of just petered out with their, uh,
1: Mental jewelry, throwing yeah, copper. They,
0: they could only do so. Uh,
1: the the uh, sw- samurai. Yeah. What is it? Swords of. It,
0: I'm I'd... so bad with well names. I frankly The one that
1: was after that, uh, they did mental jewelry, throwing copper, and then the one that was. I mean, they like as, as far as unit sales. I mean, you know, they they killed it. They sold a it ton was, of. They records. were good.
0: They had. I mean, I liked them. Uh, I thought it was. But I was also gonna into some of that popular stuff back. Then. Sure.
1: Uh, let's take a quick break, and then we can start to dive into your. Where, where, where are you guys again? I can't. Uh, I can never.
0: We are just over off Seventy Seventh Terrace in Madison. Corner, oh yeah, right by my sister. house. Yeah. so
1: is your garage detached? No, it's attached. It's attached. And you have access to the house from it? Yes. Yeah, the worst thing ever. Why? Because you can just put shit there.
0: Well, just you can't like. It's the worst house for entertaining purposes just because that
1: yeah, we've talked about this yeah. yeah
0: there's no good way to do it so um it's my closet see so <laughs> the garage is your closet
1: so you don't pull a car in it
0: no it was not that's not an option not an option there's so much horseshit in there
1: um remind me what your gig is again your your business
0: um brown paper brown paper bags right is my uh business and you
1: sell them thing.
0: to uh luckily all the large liquor stores in kansas city that's right that's right so i have royal or what used to be royal now purchased by gomers so i have all the gomers guys I got lucas liquor um gomers purchased Mike's royal Licker. they did
1: even the one the big one out on state line they did and so that's a gomers now It's a gomers okay um the dude that uh, did all the artwork upstairs uh-huh. from Littleton okay. worked at that one for a long time. His name? Matt Matt Barr.
0: I bet you anything, I know him.
1: I mean, he's like uh, he was a principal. He works. He teaches at a Montessori school. Um, he's do you know a. His,
0: do you have his picture.
1: Yeah, he anyway, he, go he did on. an episode. He did uh,
0: episode eight. Okay. Um, and he's a trip. He's I such a trip. Would be surprised if I don't recognize him. I, mean, big... I sold to them back. You know, it's been 15, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. So. He,
1: uh, I mean, he worked at the Brookside one too for, for a good chunk. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I remember yeah, he had. Uh, he was, was on the news there. because he had uh, uh like a, uh, a tip jar mm-hmm. to save up for a wedding ring on the counter. It's pretty sweet at Roy. <laughs>
0: It's like GoFundMe before GoFundMe. exactly
1: exactly <laughs> help me get married yeah um but but he's a big 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 butt ice guy like he's just always yeah and it's something about the way it's made the alcohol I don't
0: know but yeah to each his own
1: yeah um so your list um really because uh, we we're going on like a handful of months to try and make this happen. Um, but it, it initially it was pretty busy. Yeah. yeah. Initially it was, uh, it looked different and we'll get into that than, than it was recently. Uh, and both times were like ridiculous sources of joy for me. Okay. Good. Because, good. you know, uh, it's, it's one, th- it, this thing's all over the place. Like sometimes people will give me, you know, handful, a handful of, Records, and I'm not necessarily like the biggest fan, mm-hmm. but I gotta like listen to them and do the thing. And sometimes somebody has a, one out of a few that I like, so I really like quietly look forward to talking about that record. Please do that, yeah. Um, but never has it just been like all Grand Slams. Oh, good. Um, so Jane's Addiction, um, I learn about them sitting next to Mike Marchant I don't know if you ever hung out with him
0: my god I mean Mike and I yeah he countless nights Mike and uh, Tommy Clayton and Micah Spivey and uh, rest in peace both flash on right um Elise Feinberg Courtney May it was a pretty close knit yeah we had yeah. for a while yeah so him and Mike and I we hung out countless nights yeah he's fantastic man
1: he was uh, uh like i didn't know him. i never knew him very well but i i sat next to him in a couple classes for the couple years at indian hills and he was always really fascinating to me super smart super smart super clever clever, clever. like yeah he's like a dry wit to dry wit and absolutely, quick. yeah that's a good um, and like he you know i probably arrived at Indian Hills with, you know, mostly oldies, um, some soundtrack, kind of like Ferris dealers. Yeah, so and,
0: what What was your... Do you and Tiffany have the same taste?
1: Ish. Ish. I mean,
0: uh, she
1: she kind of sort of... I went down this path and she kind of followed, but then broke off and was like way into live. She had a huge
0: live sticker on, okay, okay. on the back of her car. What, what about now? Like, she, um, did you retract to where you came from? Are you still... What are you doing right now? Are you personally?
1: What am I listening to? Yeah, I'm all over the place. Are you still, um, you uh, know,
0: change more than ever, or?
1: Uh, no, no, I still have my, my, or... my staples that I, you know, um, but, um, she's, uh, God, I don't know, man, she's, it's not that she's, she's got, she's got her favorites, um. And so so she did um she did an episode. She had a, a live record on there. She had Rift. Oh really? Yeah, she did a live Oh she did Rift? Th- she did Rift, Throwing Copper, uh wow. Dave, uh Crush or crap, whichever yeah, Crush. Right. The red bluish mm-hmm. one. Um and a widespread record. Um and those for her I think were kind of all like key sort of awakenings in that like this isn't necessarily my favorite record by this band but it's the record that turned me on to the band um but she not like so those were that time for her she that's not her wheelhouse today um I, i don't really know what she listens to i mean i think she listens to like fm radio like hits, maybe. Uh, so, sorry, Tiff, if I'm doing you an injustice, but okay. she's very up to speed. She's always Amy been, knows all the new crap. Yeah, um, she. Crap, she's I way do. into. I don't Hollywood. Do. Um, oh, what's yeah, happening like in celebrities? A lot. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. totally in that kind. Okay. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, so like, Mike was the first person I heard about Black Sabbath from. Um and uh he then like maybe he was into Hendrix for a second he was but all of a sudden he was oh he was re, he turned he told me about Guns and Roses he Super would big. he would draw Slash yep. on his notebook with the hat and the hair okay okay um and was just he thought Slash was the shit and then he, all of a sudden he was really into Jane's Addiction. Um yeah. And he told me about this story where there was this show in Chicago and Perry was wearing golf spikes and like jumped off the stage and like kicked a dude in the chest with him.
0: Probably (laughs) I was like, that sounds sounds insane. Legitimate and awesome. Yeah. Insane Um, that no, he is funny about Mike is he's so unassuming and quiet. Like you said, like in soft spoken kind of a guy, really. Yeah. Until he you get him having two beers, which is enough for Mike to feel pretty good. Okay. Which is awesome. Nice. I wish I was that way. Right. Because I'm right? like on three, whatever I'm still good. <laughs> kind of yeah. 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 Anyway. Um I you almost think at first that it's bullshit. I
1: did. I did. You know what I mean? I like, did.
0: Because you're like, no this no, this guy, no. And then you're like, Oh no. He's he's into it. He's smart. Yeah, he knows where he's coming from. He doesn't play instruments, but he knows where yep. they should be and how they should be. Yeah, and and yeah, that. It, it, so then you're like, okay.
1: So I, I took that in, you know, and like stored it back here, and but never. and So I never had nothing shocking, and then Ritual came out, and people were talking about it, and of course, been caught stealing, it and, and so it was unavoidable.
0: Yeah, at yeah, some point, like was
1: junior like, year, so I got fire, I got a, you know? I got a copy of both, and I was like, "These guys are like no- so, what's these guys are like nothing I've ever heard before in my life. This is wild." Uh, and I, I think I knew um, at the time because this I used to. This was what I would do in my room. You know, I would burn heaters in there, kind of out the window, but I would sit and listen to music and like go through the liner notes and look at the cover art and shit mm-hmm. and i i think that the first I too. by the time i was going like listen three or four through ritual dale habitual which is uh 91 um i now i'm familiar with the whole record and i am convinced i don't know it at the time but i'm convinced that there is a lot happening in this record that i am not old enough to understand yet
0: yeah i mean it I don't think anybody's, it's not really an age thing. It's more of a uh, circumstantial thing, I think. What do you mean? Uh, I think that the album comes from places that most people can probably grab onto as far as like emotionally, you get, you, your love, your anger, your hate, your what, all that kind of stuff. The, the, the tangible thing. But those guys weren't uh, strangers to doing different things to put themselves in different places. Right. You know what I mean? They yeah. were doing heroin, everything, everything they could get their hands on for a while. Yeah. Um, which was awesome. Well... I mean, if it weren't for that, they wouldn't have done that as far as I'm concerned. So, I,
1: I think a lot of music wouldn't have but happened.
0: that goes the same way with anything. Right. I mean, you know, um, it's got to be, it's part of the equation, you know, but, um, uh, yeah, they were, it was
1: just... So, As somebody for many, many, many years that has been either fluent or on the way to fluent Spanish speaking, uh, the the opening has always confused me. Yeah, and I I now I I now know that I was right in thinking that there was something wrong with the way they were saying. Well,
0: what were they really? If I remember right, okay, I'm, I'm shooting from the hip here because I don't know how to speak Spanish, but I do remember. Looking that up back in the day. Yeah. And if I remember right, it says something like, Welcome to Los Angeles. Ladies Sin, and gentlemen. Señoras y señores. Es queriense, uh, maso, masoquense, uh, go ahead.
1: Nosotros tenemos mas influencia con sus con hijos su ciudad, que, yeah. que tu tienes, pero yeah, los queremos. Creado y regado wow. de no, los, los, los Angeles, East. Juana's wow. Addicción. Yeah,
0: absolutely, which I, I think means, ladies and gentlemen, Thank you for bringing your children here. We are in control of their minds, something along that it's, time, it's, or their actions or something like that. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, we have more influence over your kids than you do. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but, yeah. But we love them. But
0: we love them or take care of them or something like that. And then and the... Ladies and gentlemen.
1: Creado y regado is not a thing. Like... What is that? It, like what, what it's supposed to mean nuance. is... Nuance. ...created uh, and as a gift from Los Angeles, Jane's Addiction. Which, so whatever, it's still, nobody ever did that shit before, ever. And no, then, dude. I think maybe stop the best the intro. kickoff, here we go! I mean, it's just there like, nothing if you're not, if you don't have a hold of the wing, it the plane's taken off without you, like, that fucking shit.
0: It's almost so hard, incredibly hard and fast, that you... Do not, if it happens and you don't know that it's going to happen, which I can remember doing this. Because when you say, here we go, when you're trying to do your bedroom, mirror, rock and roll, you think you're that guy, you know? This See? is going to get me laid. Well, you Air think guitar. You're Perry Farrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is me. Here we, I can remember what, if you don't know... And hit it right with any power. His zero to one hundred is amazing. It's I absolutely. don't absolutely. It is not. It, it's like literally uh, Freddie Mercury. There's George Michael. There's only a few people that go zero to a one hundred like that. Like vocally speaking, like that octave range. You know where the yeah. Like, Here we go. I mean, just uh, dude. And it's rocket ship. It's just gone. Yeah, and uh, you don't see that usually. I mean, and then. Like I'm getting to, you had to go back. You'd be like, well, "Okay, well, I wasn't ready for that." <laughs> Here we go. Uh, oh, yeah, shit, I'm not ready for that. Yeah, and it's uh, one of those. You keep. Looping, I going to find my phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're never gonna be ready for it. Yeah, because it, there's only a few people that can just hit that. I mean, out of the out of the, you know, just like it just a fire rages. From the hip. It's yes. like a holster shot. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and you, I don't know how to do
1: that. Um, anybody? I mean. So you kind of like come off of that wave and you've got sort of this weird, my sex and my drugs and my rock and roll, just kind of permeating. My brain
0: and body. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the, is he trying to lure in a 12-year-old lady or girl or boy? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I can't know. really t- yeah. But Or just a child in general. I forget about all it's of it. It's creepy as fuck. Like, it,
1: I am so turned on because I am like, Sex and drugs and rock and roll are all the things that I like, like,
0: and it's got that like yeah tribalish kind of like
1: yeah it's
0: guttural feel.
1: Still so weird to me. I was talking about this just last night that Ben caught stealing became as big as it did. I mean, I almost I don't skip it, but I don't love it.
0: I don't love it because it's too loose. If that makes any sense, uh, I know Steve Perkins. I love him. He shreds. He's a, as a try to a wanna be percussionist. Uh, Meaning you, myself. Okay, yeah, he is. I can't even. He's one of my. He, he's, he's so Right good. there with John Bottom. As far as I'm concerned, he's so good. He's really that close for me. Um, He's he did, just uh, done things that are. He's he makes drums feel,
1: dude. So did, so
0: and not drums are not usually a feely thing. No, I mean, unless you're Bonham a, or Neil fi- per- They're a feely thing. Yeah, it's what they're for. They're f- to the fill. They're yeah, keep rhythm. Yeah, uh, but he's one of the feelies. You know what I mean? And that's kind of really for me hard to hit me in that. So
1: there's there was a.
0: But yeah, Neil Peart. There's that's yeah, the godfather of there was a thing called the
1: Jammies, which was an award thing for jam bands, I guess. I only know about it because of this one YouTube clip that I've probably watched a hundred plus times. Like, I'm not even kidding. And it's so it's Joe Satriani, um, Grace Potter uh on keys and vocals from grace potter grace potter and the nocturnals was her band or is her band um and then uh steve kimmock on rhythm uh there's a dude named wally that plays the trumpet uh it's this amazing amazing band uh reed uh no remember. reed reed mathis plays the bass uh just sick and they get together and they do a live performance of Cortez the Killer by Neil Young, mm-hmm. and they and I mean Satriani is just destroying. I I, I love he's him himself. I yeah, mean, yeah.
0: he's his own man. Yeah.
1: So there, but but there's like five amazing five or six amazing things happening, and but I can't like forget the drums because they're also so amazing. So at one point after I've watched this thing a million I was like, I gotta fucking figure out who that guy is on the drums. And it's Steve Perkins. And I was like, Steve, who the fuck? And I was like, oh my God, it's the dude from fucking Jane's and a, a couple other things. But it's, and he is in heaven during this jam because they're all, they're all from different places and they came together to cover this one song for mm-hmm. this one performance. So cool. You gotta, you, you get to, you get Kill it or it. Yeah, totally right, right. trash it, and totally. be like, "Fuck, we shouldn't have done yeah. that." And the better
0: you do, the more. And you when get. he's yeah.
1: closing out the end, you know how he's so—he looks like the happiest human being alive because it's such an amazing. He performance. always
0: looks, and that was a cool thing about Steve Perkins. As far as I'm concerned, he was always happy, um, and when he—well, he was still happy throughout the whole thing like he dealt with a tremendous amount of horse shit he did as far as like the the change the lineup changes
1: and Jane's,
0: yeah, he was the constant. He was, but he was, both. it was him and Perry Farrell.
1: And what, wait, Dave wasn't there for both. Dave Navarro wasn't there for uh, both he records. Would just,
0: he would disappear. Okay, they had a lot of stand-ins. Okay, uh, studio things were way different. Like, interesting. Yeah, he would just flat out wasn't there. It was kind of an Ace Freelyish thing. Oh wow, there for a while. <laughs> um, nice, and it was definitely along the same drug line too. It was a heroin thing, where he just flat out wasn't there. So. Um they had stand-ins playing with them,
1: wow, yeah, um, so the album's wiki says that this album is split into two parts Which,
0: uh we talk about ritual, ritual, yeah,
1: five rock songs, and then six through nine are about uh Giola Blue, his Perry's girlfriend, girlfriend who died who died yeah. of heroin overdose at mm-hmm. nineteen, yeah. Um, and then, uh, Perry's mother committed suicide when he was four. Yes. And Navarro's mom was murdered when he was a teenager. I didn't understand. And so I guess that's how they kind of bonded or came together or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I had no idea until like this week that that stuff was happening in this record. It's always just been, you know, what i hear what i experience and mm. but so if there is if, if it is five rock songs and then the the second half is dealing with all this other stuff the second half kicks off with three days which is, which
0: is supposedly i i don't know i mean there's theories there's stories but i think it has a lot to do with about death of his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's the first. The start. It's the whole, start to that. It's
0: the whole thing, and, they, and he starts going down that. And three days was the morning. Three days. You know, I mean, that just that it, bass, it, bass, that bass d- line. And it reminds me also of like, so it's like a mountain song. Okay. The role of the bass. Yeah. Yeah. That. I haven't that, listened to that in that a while. That was much more raw.
1: Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, getting at
0: that, that feeling yeah. was raw. It's like they dial it in a little bit. Yes, you know, like, and three days is easily, as far as I'm concerned. I don't i I it doesn't. And I mean, I, I don't. The best song on the record. The Their best song of all time. Oh my like, god, dude! I don't know. And I would put it up there with. I mean, you're talking about like a rain song. There's a few songs that can actually carry. Ten
1: minutes. Well, yeah. I mean, this there's a there's a there's so, not
0: very that not many a, try. There's that there haunt the ones that do then actually do try. There are very few that succeed. Right. And Rain Song and in Three Days are both songs that can actually carry that weight all the way through, which is very very difficult.
1: Well, for it to start with that haunting rolling bass to transition into just kind of back to that, you know. Uh, stop that, and and then it. What Dave Navarro does for like the latter third, that I mean, it, there's a whole sonic it's like spectrum. A spectrum, yeah. yes, yes. It's happening, and it's you're like I don't know what the things are, but it feels like pure bliss.
0: The, it's almost like they're it's like a scatter shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's almost like he's hitting when you ding, j- when you dong, j- ding, dang, dong, ding on purpose. Yes. And maybe he is, maybe he but isn't. The whole, I don't know, but that's how it sounds when you, he's doing it. But, you know, it just seems like he's bouncing around, you know?
1: When they take off like that, the whole thing, what I almost, what I, if you know, I, I kind of see the jump to light speed in Star Wars when the stars all, you know, become, yeah, and you're just
0: going. Yeah. Like,
1: wow. And then when you get to where you're, You're going, it's a whole other planet, (laughs) and then all
0: of a sudden, they go, Oh no, yeah, (laughs) instead Um, of we're digging something, you know.
1: Um, I I think I think you, I need to listen to Nothing Shocking again, but I think you might be right in that it's their best song of all time. It is so fantastic,
0: it just covers a lot of ground, it does.
1: Um, all their ground, of course, a lot of what they have
0: to offer, anyway
1: the song of course has uh uh-huh. really cool rhythm and kind Love of chant chan- and then you get when you get into the la la
0: la la, la, la like
1: la. i'm not i'm not sure where we are anymore this is a, w- a weird wild Doesn't it place it sound
0: like it's like you're in uh a... okay so help me with my ignorance of an indian name
1: oh i was going to say like maracas or tamari maraca- or a tambourine. Moroccan, yeah, yeah. Morocco. Yeah. or
0: i'm trying to think of a a, a remote drive yeah that, remote area is like ah la yeah la yeah, la yeah la la and, la and the journey you know I
1: mean? to, the and journey to get there is right. wild too and they're all
0: danced around a fire or some kind that's kind of get that feel like thousand you know, I mean? percent. You know moroccanish kind of whatever i don't know what that is but
1: um so 91 uh, to 94 um we we had a conversation at the baseball field a week or so ago mm-hmm. um about hoist um and i i'm just so tickled that you picked this <laughs> record because uh, it's my first opportunity to talk studio fish somebody else picked a live one but that uh-huh. was anyway um lives,
0: uh, yeah you can't really nail down live albums because of uh as far as i'm concerned they played it but live's one thousand percent about the company they hired to record that album sure number one that's the big hurdle number two is finding which they're comfortable with obviously the studio to translate dilate and all that other kind of stuff but albums just never come out right oh i mean kiss live one live two those kind of came out Mm -hmm. there's some other ones out there but they just don't ever write. Yeah. So it's kind of a... You're never going to replicate the concert suspect, feel. It's always a suspect time, Yeah. Thing, you know? Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No,
1: you're good. I, I think that there's probably a, a large majority of folks that think uh, they do a really good live show and we can capture that and put it on a record and give it to people, but it, it doesn't ever... Anyway, um, I mentioned to, to you that uh, I was excited about you picking this record because they were kind of my bread and butter. And I'm pretty sure you said, yeah, no shit. You have two kids named after him. And I was like, Oh, I
0: believe it'll lay you in Adelaide or. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, uh, so awesome kids, by the way, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh,
1: and your boy is super sweet. I mean, uh, I always feel like when I can tell that a kid is sweet, that it's a, it's a fascinating mix of like, born that way and good parents and it's all kind of if he's not
0: (laughs) so yeah Uh, there's the iron hand that also goes with right yeah
1: so this you know senior year i I first hear them i I have a couple bootlegs and then i start you know i get junta and lawn boy and picture of nectar and Rift. and by by the time this comes out this is the first album that is released while uh, you know, I've I've downloaded everything. I'm gonna well, ace. Was,
0: we're actually our, our age. It's actually coming out in our age, y- or, or y- at, at, at actual time. Yes, is what I'm getting. You know, yeah. like, like oh, it's 1994. I think is that what it was. Yep. Yep. Um, it's 1994. We are getting a fish album. Yeah. What? And we're ready for it. You know, yeah. what I mean? as opposed to being like we're catching up with the ones that were there when I didn't know where they were there. You know what I mean? Like I was exactly. Listening to after those guys fact. after the fact. Yeah. But this was the first one I can remember being like, holy shit, Fish is, you know, I've seen live shows now, or I've seen a live show now. Right. And I'm actually getting ready to get a studio on, you know. Nice. So that was kind of my...
1: Um, but you spoke glowingly, uh, just a very, very brief uh, exchange between us about this, this record. and I mean, you picked it uh, when it, when it, when it, came out i listened to the shit out of it and i loved it but i didn't know what to do with it and and i think looking back um it's because they went like this crazy crazy direction with experimentation having like a major major uh guest list um and and i mean
0: Mean Allison Krauss, Allison Krauss. Before Allison, well, when Alan Krauss was becoming Allison Krauss, yes,
1: the Bay Fleck on three tracks, Fleck, yeah, a, a, Tower of Power, yeah. Uh, there's a a a, a a a list. There's a big list, very large list, um, amazing. People. And 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 it opens. So so I've got all the fish, right? I've got it, and this record comes out. What's it going to be? What are they going to do? And it's they not
0: mind blowing when you hear it, like as far as like sonically. No. Um, there's nothing that's...
1: But, I mean... An
0: accident. accident. There's a different one act that are catching, but nothing.
1: At, at 20 years old, I was not mature enough to appreciate what they did. I mean, opening a record like they opened it with Julius and the horns and just a real glisten of professionalism when it comes to okay here's our here's the music here's the tr- now we're going to go in and we're going to put it down and it's going to be like anything less than 10 <clears throat> is not acceptable this has to be spot on yeah, crisp yeah. rehearsed and they're and-
0: all classically trained music i mean we're talking about juilliard and what's the School, Burlington School, or is it oh that? shit, I don't. I mean, Goddard. They're, yeah, they're very classic trained musicians. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: stuff but uh, uh, so when this when this comes out, uh, how, how did how did they land in your lap? How did you first hear of them before this record came out? Um, Just hanging out, people. I'm
0: trying to think who introduced me to Fish. Nolan Sweeney, Tom Cutler, and Jake Eisfelder. Okay. Okay. I those were the three guys that, yeah, they were the first three guys I can remember having tapes. Okay. Yeah. Not CDs. <clears throat> there was tapes of fish, I think. Yeah. If I remember right. Oh, yeah. And Nolan had a wagon that he'd drive around and... Uh, yeah, I, that was the first time I remember hearing Fish. Okay, was but that.
1: by the time this record comes out, you know their other records by the time pretty this well.
0: Had, uh, we had been to this is ninety four. Mm-hmm. Um, we had been to so I think some of those guys had moved to an apartment over in Lenexa. I remember going there in and pre partying, then we went to a Fish concert at Memorial Hall. And I think it was ninety two, ninety three at the latest. Um, but it was before that all came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you dug them? That was my, yeah, that was when I first was like, and I was kind of into it anyway just because they were.
1: Oh, right, right. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: What, back, yeah. I was impressionable. Yeah, I mean? Like, you do what you, I wanted to fit in at certain times, you know, and I was like more concerned with that. I'm like, oh, the fish is awesome. I didn't really know what they were necessarily, I think, when I went to the first concert, to be honest with you. Um, but when I did go there, and I was like, holy shit well that was a crazy thing <laughs> you know what i mean like that was absolutely amazing you know
1: it's not like because i saw tons of concerts and it's they're all a blast and amazing and you party and you're with your friends and it feels like you're free but everybody's they have a set list and it's the same tomorrow as it was last night and you move on to the next city and you do the exact same show and it's, yeah, there's a guitar solo and there's a drum solo and everybody goes nuts and maybe a couple girls take their top, whatever. Uh, but they approach it differently. Yeah. And like, you see that after seeing however many concerts and you're like, wait, you can do that? Like, okay, well, let me, let me pivot this way and see what's going on over here for a mm-hmm. minute. Cause that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I don't know. A nerd, so <laughs>
0: yeah, that's all right, though.
1: But uh, they were they, I guess they jokingly uh, toyed with calling this record Hung Like a Horse. Hung like a horse.
0: <laughs> I've heard the same thing, uh, yeah, and
1: and so that's why where you get you know,
0: the it was Trey was the one that was pushing it, of course, from what I understand. Clown and, shoes, and, well, and <clears throat> And just being a dick to be a dick type thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, uh,
1: if, you, if you go back, uh, you, c- you can tell uh, kind of 93 into 94. That oh, was so this, evident. Their, their shows, uh, just slightly shorter set lists, time-wise. But there was really a lot erratic, of radic, too. And, and a lot of punch. Like, high energy. A lot of punch,
0: yeah. A lot I of mean, punch. Yeah. But, Shorty... But, yeah so
1: anyway. they leave they leave the suspended horse for the album cover art and i guess it's also an homage to the rift album cover art cuz every song that's on rift appears in the artwork except for the horse there's a song called the horse on rift and really? so it's a, supposedly it's a, an homage to it, that being absent Apparently there's something there yeah um but uh man, yeah like i said man i didn't know
0: that album was just uh...
1: you see you go into uh down with disease after julius which has become do you see them at all currently or have you in recent years
0: um i was super super lucky my neighbor thank you mike Kirby, um got a hold of me about 3 years ago and fish was playing over at starlight okay I hadn't seen him in at least ten years. Probably more than that. And he's like, Hey, I got an extra ticket. We're all going there And it was pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. I mean they uh they open with bouncing around the room. Okay. Which I'm a dork for popular songs <laughs> and a sap for love songs and a greatest hits kind of guy. Yeah. Like I literally am. Like I don't sure. I, I, I I've yeah. not I've make no bones about the fact that I'm a Greatest hits guy, That's, as opposed to a B-side guy. It's all good. You know what I mean? I'll play the same A-side stuff over and over before you even think about playing anything on the B. But uh,
1: down with the, you know, I, I see him a bunch. I see him a couple times a year. You still see him? Yeah, I saw him uh, first weekend of August. I saw him three nights in Atlantic City. Jesus, dude. Yeah, it was uh, 78, 79, and 80 for me. Uh, and it was so it was on the beach.
0: Is that how many shows? Yeah, yeah, fucking a, dude. Yeah,
1: um, but but point being,
0: <clears throat> down that. Through... What's the number one song you think you've seen live?
1: Oh, I could. I have. There's a website that.
0: What is you? What off the top, just off the cuff? What is the impossible? What what song? What song do you think you've seen more than any other song? Oh, uh,
1: it's Chalk Dust. Chalk Dust. Unfortunately. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Chalk so, Dust lovers.
0: And what is the average Chalk Dust? song length
1: uh i mean they they use it as a jam vehicle these days about 12 15 i I think i've seen i think i've seen a 19 i mean
0: so let's call it even 10 sure times
1: how many i don't know i don't know
0: you got a lot of chalk dust yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and that's the that's the minimum
1: but so so this record julius with the horns and the swing kind of feel ended down with disease um, it's become for like 10 years, it's been a be- a very big jam vehicle. And I've, heard, I've, Oh yeah. I mean, there's this it whole should
0: be because it has the, the bones for that. There's I this mean.
1: whole spooky, like 60 to 90 second buildup. That's dark and foggy. And you get all these like basic <laughs> alien sounds <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> th- no, and it all spills into <laughs> oh. <laughs> And, and so I've heard goals. plenty of people uh, like refer, uh, hope we get a down hope we get a disease tonight or after the fact. oh, well, we're so lucky we got a disease in there, you know. Go back to you know May or whatever it was of '94, and this record's out. Like never in a million years would I have predicted that. Whatever, I mean, it's just it's wild. I mean, they made they they were be with some butthead that they yeah. made a video and they. they we're on this down with disease videos on the screen for was, these guys suck. Change These guys suck, know? change
0: it. Yeah. It's <laughs> so classic, man. Uh
1: there's a lot of um lines from this album that have just they're never to the day I die, they're just in here as part of what you know, a dryer full of sneakers. Shit's just in there flopping around, banging against the wall. But these, li- these lines are in there, um, flipping backwards through the doors and through the windows. windows. From if I Shh, could, I'm
0: fading into nothing. Yeah. Oh work. my god. Yeah. Uh,
1: thousand barefoot children outside dancing on my lawn. Um, from uh, from down with disease. Um, there's uh, strangely they put a, put a track on there called Axila Two. And there's an axle of
0: that's not really stuck that short. Yeah, it's almost like <laughs> like a, like a it's almost <laughs> like a bratty.
1: It's completely it's like bratty. The,
0: it's a bratty, like fifteen-year-old making. I yeah, don't know what it is? Well, it's there's like somebody's making fun of the first one. Yeah, what it feel like to me. Yeah, like a nanny boo boo. <laughs> That's what I feel like when I hear it. You know what I mean? It's like a nanny boo boo, forty-five yeah. second nanny boo boo is what I feel like it is. You there, know what I mean?
1: But there's uh, a line in there uh, that I I love and will know by heart t- till I die. Uh, Never understood what my body was for. That's why I always leave it laying out on the floor. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's just kind of like take that as you will. Yeah, yeah. In what
0: portion of they lean on the floor? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um. And then uh, Life Boy, uh, very solemn, uh, earnest. Um,
0: I was. That's where I was going to say. Was uh, you said your what your favorite line was? And mine is, uh, God never listens to what I say. Uh,
1: Mine is, and you don't get a refund if you you overpray. If
0: you don't, yeah. Um, But yeah, God doesn't ever listen to what I say. Is, uh, yeah. My personal experience with my son, um, I felt like God didn't listen a lot, so.
1: What do you mean? Do you want to say more on that, or do you want to leave it as it is? Hello,
0: I've been at leukemia.
1: What? Really? Oh, you didn't know? I mean, maybe I did not forgot, but shit. When?
0: Um, Two and a half. Okay. He was two and a half years old. Fuck, dude. And we had, like, noticed these weird, like, red spots on his ears and his cheeks. So I started Googling, you know. You Google shit. I'm like, well, that's called petechiae, right? There's only one definition for it. When you Google it, you're like, okay. They like, oh, go, it's petechiae. You're like, okay, well, why do they have petechiae? Well, there's this list of version Options, right? We take him in, and that option is the very last option. Okay. Like, you didn't think. There were so many other options ahead of it. Yeah. That that was not what we were thinking at all. Wow. And then you're like, no, he's. Damn, dude. You know, late stage leukemia. He's got to go to Children's Mercy right now. So we got him in there. Two and a
1: half. Are you living in the same house you're in right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Do you, what's the blue can, by the way?
0: Uh, nitro Pepsi. Okay. Yeah. Is it delish? I love Pepsi. I. I. I'm, I'm a Pepsi over Coke guy. I'm a weird dude. <laughs> no, no, no. I, uh, I like I, original Pepsi's one of my favorite drinks of all. I been. don't
1: think that's weird at all. I've I've lived in both camps. I I dance in and out of both of them every week. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't nitro meet. What does the nitro do?
0: It's got some kind of, like, a, I'm, I'm assuming it's the uh, Guinness-type thing. Oh. So it's got, like, actual nitro. But the flavor like,
1: profile is Pepsi.
0: No, it's actually got the uh, carbonation, the nitro carbonation inside it.
1: Sure, but it, but it, does so it taste frothy, just like a Pepsi?
0: It's like, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's okay. It's like frothy Pepsi, okay. basically,
1: yeah. Uh, sorry, I totally got distracted, but you were living where you live now when this was happening? Yeah. Okay. And so you'd have to take them in immediately and...
0: I feel like we got... Yeah, they... So, I felt really weird as we had the test done. We had the test. We went in there for just a regular to our pediatrician. And they took her the blood test and they said, Hey, um, go home. We're going to run the results. We'll let you know what's going on. Okay. Again, we're still on... I'm still on, there's no, that wasn't even in any of our thought process Uh, at all. Why would it be? You know, and then the pediatrician calls, goes, I'm sorry, Jeff and Amy, I was on speaker. I'd come up from a nap, kind of half-assed nap. I remember like napping on the couch and Amy comes in, she goes, it's the pediatrician, puts it on speaker and she goes, they got a bed for you at children's mercy right now you need to pack a bag you need to be there in the next hour and a half to two hours because they need to get him hooked up on a whatever
1: damn
0: it was like holy shit man
1: i don't think that i don't think this is a thing i would have forgotten it's possible but anyway it was rough
0: that's wild um it was rough for him not i mean rough for yeah you know whatever um, so like,
1: painful for him? Scary? or?
0: He is, <sighs> what's the shittiest of it all it is like, now he will, we were coming home the other night from, I don't know, it was like a baseball practice or football practice and like, he's looking out the window and I go, what are you thinking about? And he goes, cancer. What? It's a tough thing to, wow, yeah. Fucking nine, yeah. And he's worried about like, oh, dude, does it come back? Okay. He wants to know how. He wants to know how deadly it is. He wants. To, and those are questions that I'm not really quite ready to answer. You know? I, uh, are you ever? And don't know how to answer. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let me
1: flip through this brochure yeah. and tell you. Uh, fuck. I so how long that. was the whole?
0: Uh, Only nine months. I bet it felt like, the year and a like half. March. And then he ended up feeling like, oh, we can't. He wasn't responding to any therapy or any of that stuff. So, like, it was the nuclear issue. And they're like, he's got to go to bone marrow transplant.
1: What do you mean it was the nuclear issue?
0: That was the last option.
1: Okay. Okay. And the
0: doctor said, this is it. I mean, if he does not take the bone marrow transplant and it does not take a hold, he's, that's it. There was no other, yo. I was not expecting. <laughs> so, so they, ah, so they take him. The whole moral and the whole idea behind a bone marrow transplant is, in order for it to take place, they have to drive that body down to nothing
1: immunity wise. Immunity
0: wise, okay. So they can accept. Isn't also the new bone marrow that's going there, which actually changes his DNA?
1: Isn't the bone marrow stuff ridiculously painful?
0: Uh, a lot of lumbar punctures, but he was a kid, and it was all okay. Yeah, under stuff. Maybe if you're old
1: and frail, it's really painful? Really bad. Okay. Yeah,
0: I actually know a few. Um, his grandmother, Amy's mom, has chronic leukemia, and so she has that. My mom has whatever. I think everybody has it. <laughs> it, <laughs> it seems like every fucking body right? I know knows somebody Jesus. That has it. But anyway, yeah, so it was
1: nine months. Yeah. And to, what's the story today, as far as you guys know? He's
0: He crossed the five-year mark in uh, November of last year. And is that supposed November to be? November 11th. A big... November 11th is considered to be the cured rate. So uh, an oncologist will say you're considered to be cured at five years with no evidence of disease.
1: Okay, so does he have to like annually have yes. his stuff looked at? Biannually.
0: Yeah, Bi- okay. Go, uh, okay.
1: Probably smart.
0: Yeah. Go to like. Fuck, uh, dude. Wow. End him, all these into all. Everything so you can think of. did we go to him all the time to make sure he's like measuring in the right direction? So
1: to take it back to life, boy, did did God listen or no? Why?
0: Uh, maybe it listened. Maybe. But it was very slow.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And I think in the long run, I can look back and say, yeah, listen, but you fucking took your sweet time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I lost a lot of hairs. Sure. You know, everything, sure. You know what I mean? Sleep. Like, everything. Yeah. Health points. Yeah, everything.
1: Um, Man, uh, so back to this list of lines. uh, If you don't get a refund if you ever pray. the the one that one that really stuck out, um, uh, Wolfman's brother, uh, which is a great tune and it's so fun live these days. It's guaranteed boogie. It's a boogie because it's all and it
0: should be. But
1: it uh, it builds up to all this stuff and then as it ends and the sounds are, are kind of quieting down, somebody just. Right into a mic goes, Shirley Temple. And then Shirley there's, Temple. And then there's laughter. Ah, yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, wild. But um, <clears throat> And then the last one is from uh the, the end of the record, which is something I, I don't know of. I don't think anybody has ever done this before. Um, and that's this notion of you have this audio clip of a person – opening a squeaky car door and then closing oh, it. the car door, yeah. And, he Chirk, put, Chirk, Chirk, Chirk. and then you put in the tape. You hear the radio guy, Lot CDs. And, the pri- and then
0: it sort of like fades out kind of. It like fad- it, well, the per- it starts driving. It starts taking it off and then driving, yeah. It
1: starts driving and um, uh, it, then all of a sudden they drop a, a jam from an, a New Year's split open and melt jam into this thing. And it's Fucking long it's, and brutal to get through. It's really atonal.
0: If you listen to it, it's the it does not stop. It's like super. It's the same thing, like you said, dun, atonal. Dun, it never, dun, the whole way through. Dun, yeah.
1: Dun, dun. And anyway, and then the and then the vehicle crashes, and then all of a sudden you get this like uh, Hebrew chant. Neru in you, do you not remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's how the album closes. But. There's a little song vignette before this is demand. The song's demand, Um and the part where they're singing is is so brief. But there's a line in there where he goes, driving home to mom and dad to spend, spend a weekend, the weekend with, with no him. cares.
0: Dome Dome. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it's like, oh, it's fucking. I remember, like driving
0: Dome with no, yeah,
1: yeah. It's
0: Dome, it's kind of hoppy, soundy. Yeah, you know?
1: but. Um, and the, it's funny when we were talking about gore. Um, you're like the difference between an alien being ripped apart and a human being ripped apart. Instead of a mule, you have a lady on a mule, who's. Gets laser Watch beams, laser, laser beams, beams fired at her way. from a UFO, yeah. and then the aliens go into yeah. her cabin and they like it in there, and they say, yeah. uh, "What do they say? Here's this place of elegance. Here we shower ourselves in lightness." Yeah. Aliens this from this lady on a mule. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, a wild, wild way to close the record. Um, but I don't know. Do you? So, so those are the two when we we're, we're talking back here and then we're talking more recently and we get this date dialed in and you say, I'm going to switch it up and you give me ritual by Jane's and hoist by fish. Uh, and at the, when I read it at the time, it meant to me that you were taking back your first submission, which was physical graffiti. Yeah, I
0: really can't give that away. I, it's, it's a tough one to let somebody else tackle, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm,
1: you what know, what?
0: I, I, Physicals uh I think it's my favorite album of all time. I mean, I mean I really don't have um Yeah, I can't think of another first.
1: It's if pro- I had
0: to like listen to an album. Not like an island kind of shit. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. like <laughs> that's too existential. Right. And I don't know. We're like, oh I gotta have well, like some Soft rock in there, too. Well, you know? let's do <laughs> like, th- let's do
1: this. Let's no. pause for a quick second. Yeah. And then we'll talk physical for a second, and then we'll wrap up.
0: And I still can't wrap my hand, head around why they would call it liquid death.
1: Murder your thirst. That's the thing.
0: I mean, it's fantastic. Idea. Yeah. But it sounds so abrasive mm-hmm. to the point where it's like... I don't want my kids drinking liquid.
1: <laughs> um, so physical graffiti is uh, your yeah. one. Your one spot.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know why it wouldn't be.
1: I mean, I think that twenty, thirty. Pull
0: it up so that I can actually be...
1: I, I think many years from now, we're still going to be discovering how influential this record was to other musicians that went into the studio to make records. Um, yeah,
0: it was, yeah.
1: I think, uh, I have a huge, huge Zeppelin bias. Like my friends make fun of me for how much I loved him in high school. Um, as well, but I just, the songwriting, the production, there seems to be a theme across the record to me, which is like kind of life is life can be dark. And life can be difficult. And then it's really pretty. And then a little bit more of this. And it's kind of just in and out of this. And you talk about album art. That building. So
0: I'm sure you're familiar with it. You've done your research. But that building is the same one that was used by the Rolling Stones. Oh,
1: gosh. This sounds familiar. I'm losing it.
0: That's okay. That sounds familiar. I, I know... Fairly sure. No, I don't know. That sounds conceited. Uh, I'm fairly certain that the Rolling Stones use that in one of their albums or one of their part of their cover art or something. Okay, okay. Somewhere first. in there. I don't know if it was first. Okay. I can't say that. But I, I do know that that particular hotel slash building was used before Led Zeppelin used it.
1: Okay. Well, it's, uh, it's a cool piece of art. I love looking at it. It's haunting. It's real. It's curious. It's a real place. Yeah.
0: Which I don't know if it still is, but
1: it is. Um, But uh, I'm a big album guy. I like the idea of going into the studio and recording this collection of songs, and you put it out in the world, and the listener gets to listen to what you created. Mm -hmm. And so just as a collection of songs released as a thing... Uh, I think it's my number one, also, um, yeah. and it for sure opens up with one of the best rock songs of all time, the "Custard Pie." Yes, I mean it's just kind of in that, that James just
0: hit you right in the fucking face. The way
1: uh, "Stop" kicks off, right between the eyes. Yeah,
0: and it should. I mean, you got to get somebody's attention because there's you don't get by somebody's attention right out of the gate. Yeah, what's your you missed it. You missed, you missed one not chance. Not only you miss that one chance, you probably aren't going to get... That. One
1: chance to make a first impression. Anyway. anyway. Uh, so But custard, it, and then it goes into the rover, which is not... Mm. It doesn't do anything for it's me. Fill for me. It, it, it's it's a almost two, it's like just, a,
0: it's an interlude to the next song.
1: In, which is In My Time of is Dying. Fanta-
0: in My Time of Dying, which, as far as I'm concerned, is almost... Elevator music. It's 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 almost like they went from interlude to elevator music.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: I don't find "Imitama Dying is being near as defining as a lot of people might think it is. I think it's kind of boring and
1: I think it's the it's, it's it's a
0: it's simple blues riff. If this you know album I mean? nothing special as far as
1: No. No.
0: It's, there's nothing dynamic about that song whatsoever.
1: They they do get after it for a second. They, they do they kick it up.
0: But it's almost so harshly filtered or not harshly, whatever you want to use. Yeah, yeah. Hi fire or low fire. high Yeah, the it uh it degrades any quality that's possibly there. Sure. I I don't think there's anything there. As far as I certainly tell my time is like a throw <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, mean, I, I really don't have, uh, they have all those live versions of stuff, you know? And when I hear that on my bootlegs and stuff, I'm like, skip.
1: Yeah, for sure. 100%.
0: I just don't see they're adding that much. No. That
1: well, if, if the album is a journey, like I was saying, I think this is the kickoff to it or, or kickoff. Like it's get, yeah. just, okay. Warm up elevator music. Uh, and then house of the Holy, which to me is kind of like okay this is weird don't forget to smile and live and it's cute here's here you go it's our it's a song we made uh trampled underfoot follows which is um
0: it could almost go trampled underfoot <laughs> Without, but uh there's enough dirtiness and substance there yeah to keep it relevant yeah you know what I mean? They uh-huh. they did enough in that little bit amount of time. They did enough
1: to the message to me is uh, after House of the Holy, which is nice and flowery, and then this is like life. Life's, we're gonna, we're life's just, still I'll a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We're just gonna grab you grab your attention again. We're pulling you back in, and it was short. And it was sweet. Yeah. But I don't think it was uh, lackluster. No, I think it was pretty powerful for the little bit amount of time that was there. Yeah,
1: and then Cashmere. Um, I hate cashmere. Because you heard it too much? Or you just never liked it? Never liked it. Okay. I just thought it
0: was so overrated. I don't like It's that. mystical.
1: It's curious. It's it
0: is. It was like... Exploratory. The song remains the same. The Led Zeppelin thing I watched a million times. It was always the... Low I just, spot? I just couldn't... Figure out why everybody was so enamored with. Well,
1: it it's the the bow, the sound of the bows across the guitar. It's a yeah. different sound that you yeah, haven't heard before. Uh, in the light is after that. Love light. which uh I think may might be one of the best songs ever written. Yeah, it's um, fantastic. It's super fantastic,
0: and it's like it, it was kind of eighties,
1: a little well,
0: nineteen eighty three, I think ish, somewhere in that area. This record, yeah,
1: seventy six.
0: Is that when the In Light was on that one? Yeah, yeah of course yeah, it is. One yeah. Sorry, 75. Anyway, my bad. it sounds, uh, sonically speaking, like an early 80s song. Yeah, had y- the synthesizers y- and all that y- stuff. Church- that was way before even Genesis was doing that. Yeah, it was a couple yeah. of years John- before Genesis. John you know Paul I mean? Jones. John Paul, do you get... Well, he's still, I mean, he was a genius. He probably was the real glue.
1: Over plant and page. For sure. I mean bottom was a mess, so he was the smartest guy I, in the room. I oh. think so. I think well he definitely played he definitely filled a lot I mean, bass, keys, uh whatever. Just um,
0: composition wise he was yeah.
1: Um I, I, th- then it's followed by Your Hour, which is uh the acoustic it's two minutes
0: fantastic. J- which is, was that White Summer? Is it the same? Um, it's the same, same feel. Same feel. But
1: this is, there's like, you get little, across their discography, you get tracks like that. This is the, the cream of the crop for me. Uh, and I always, I do, I, I, if you listen, like if you put this on, headphones, turn, close your eyes, like you're 100% going to like a gorgeous place mm-hmm. in nature. Yeah, and you want You're to have running a... through the field. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and there's butterflies. Yes, really floating in there's the just air. Probably a stream, you. a stream and a stream of mountain. Bright blue skies in a yeah. Absolutely. And, it, and
1: if it doesn't make you want to pick up the guitar, like uh, I don't know,
0: it's something. He it plinks and plucks it perfectly, and like those notes are just yep. so like they almost frolic, like you are through those things that you yeah. get frolicked through.
1: Yeah. Uh. Down by the Seaside is next. Love that song. God, it's so fucking gorgeous. Dude,
0: it is... How they did just the simple stuff to make it... It sounds like the are of the water. Yeah. Like that bass line... Bang, down, yep. And then that, like i think it's the a uh, big body fender that they use oh really and they bend it and it sounds like that meb- metallic he's, he's got some kind but of effect po- it sounds like he's owned the water okay it, it is so it, cool yeah I mean, yes it's like b- you, blurbly it really makes you feel burbly yeah and all that you know what i mean like i don't know oh, what wow. he's doing but it's so, so gorgeous cool,
1: i yeah. love it um 10 years gone is next
0: uh, probably my, it, it's my favorite uh, epic. It's between it, that and rain song. It's those huge. two You should fight each other out in a ring. T- Ten Years Gone um, murders rain Years song. Ten Years Gone's solo takes everything. It's out. I it,
1: mean, uh, b- be with some butthead. Uh, you get the intro. Change it, you know, and then also. Yes, yeah, the That's rule.
0: It is. Yeah, epic. I mean, it is probably the quintessential driving song.
1: Night night Flight is uh, so... I, mean,
0: I love that. It's quick. It's easy. I received the message yeah. from, from my mother across the border. border. Uh, I think it's so simple. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Meet, yeah
1: meet me in, in the morning. morning.
0: Yeah. Meet me in the middle of the night. I think it's kind of dirty. It's bluesy. It is. It is. You know what I mean? yeah. And it yeah. reminds you of him just being like, and eh, fuck it. We gotta find some place to yeah. feel this music. We're gonna feel this music, girl and make it right. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to riff, me. Like, riffing. They gotta riff and yeah. do something to fill that last Uh
1: the wanton song.
0: Down down and down. Absolutely stupid. Yeah. I mean literally almost irrelevant. Well, it's like And doesn't have really any words. It's more just like it... facts facts right it, I mean, it, it, it's like have a, you read a... the lyrics to the thing behind you you if you read the lyrics and then you try to pair it up with what they're actually singing it does not pair okay up. that's like, funny i don't even know how to make the zine zine right zine cut, zine zine. Yeah, cut. Yeah.
1: uh it also, it feels like a distant cousin of immigrant song. which makes totally it which does. makes it I never feel vanilla. About that, but it totally it's like does. we already did that. You guys <laughs> killed it. Yeah, you
0: totally.
1: opened. Yeah, you opened I your never third about record. That, but it totally does. Yeah. Uh, Boogie with Stew holds a tender spot in my heart. Yeah, kind cool. uh, uh, Saloon. Uh, my bong was named Stew. So when we would go out,
0: Tombstone. When I was.
1: That's well, what I'm saying. Young Saloon, Bucks, yes. Like yeah.
0: Before when that movie came out, like Ricky Graff and all of us were like, yeah. But we used to. <laughs> Ricky. <Graf. laughs> Great show.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, we used to. That was we would we would boogie with Stu and we would drive stew. drive around trying to find the party, yeah, pull tubes, <laughs> yeah. figure out figure shit I out, would man. Boogie with Stu, right now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then uh, okay, the two two to close it. Black Country Woman. Uh, just kind of whatever. I mean, yeah. uh, again, and, it was filler music. Well, I mean, they
0: they had a like what a minute and it was like a forty five second song, they, and,
1: and then they close it with sick again, which is sick a, again, which is a mistake
0: to include uh, that. I don't know what they did. I think they tried to almost like make amends with distortion in that song. Okay, interesting. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There? it's almost like I feel like they didn't use it the entire album
1: okay and they're and so like, trying it oh, out oh now it's to we got a spot use, but, yeah we can do this we're
0: gonna do this and it sounded out of place and thrown in there and harsh
1: yeah um so where would you say I mean we've we've come a long way from listening to these records to like, we see each other at baseball practice and baseball yeah, games yeah, and flag sure, football. Sure, where, sure. where would you say your happiness level, generally speaking, in life lives right now? Is it decently up Myself, there? Myself, yeah. speaking? Is it... Oh, I can't be any happier. R- really?
0: Life is absolutely fantastic.
1: I mean, your gig sounds kind of amazing. Your schedule sounds pretty amazing.
0: Work a couple days a week. Yeah, and, and it uh, pays the bills. Pays the bills. And you get My to... My wife's fantastic. My son is continues to surprise he's me. He's the best. And he
1: uh did he have a receiving touchdown yesterday.
0: He had a receiving from from touchdown. Henry Stevie, a Henry Stevie I throw. Believe he actually had an interception. He did second. have an inter- he had a, a, a we we watched Almost footage. Almost a pick six, yeah. Of yeah,
1: and we never really got why the, oh they got his flag near the goal line. He would have had a pick six and a receiving touchdown. He'll never
0: played uh, tackle
1: because safety Mike. Yeah. I mean, it's not even, yeah. What's the point? I mean, a, he's
0: never gonna even sniff any kind of ride of sort. So why put him so through? What the in the, the fuck bo- are you even thinking about putting him in the harm's way if they're not gonna get a ride? And God forbid, I'm even like trying to justify a ride's worth his noggin. I'm not. I'm not like, no, you know but. What I mean? but that's what NFL players do. I mean, you know, and that's what it does when it comes to that point. But no, I'm yeah. That's don't smart to do that stuff, man.
1: Um. So, did you are are you a seventy three baby? Yeah. So you're forty nine this year. Yes, and, December tenth. Oh, I'm the sixteenth. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. So, uh, big five zero next year. Yes. I mean, does it matter? Does it change anything? Is it a milestone for you?
0: Yeah, in the regards that I never thought I was going to be here. Because? I've always been one of those guys, whether spoken about it outwardly or not outwardly, but just never thought I was going to be around. I always had this feeling that I was going to die early. Really? Um, so every year that I get older, I'm like, fuck, dude, I never thought I was going to be 40. So every year, honestly, when I get older, I'm like, this is awesome. Uh, Did you
1: ever take it to the next level of like what is what it, what it was going to be that was going to take you from life?
0: Uh, other than being a hypochondriac.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not like in a sense of a daily thing, but okay. I get the ache and pain. You're like I'm dying. You <laughs> 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 Even though I'm, like, yeah, now it's like so much more self-regulated sure that it was good but
1: but oh so but hy- hypochondriac doesn't necessarily mean that you're like worried about germs and shit all the time not at all okay. i'm just okay, worried cool. about
0: when i do get a pain i'm like that's going to the worst place possible. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah google it find yeah. f- verify I that your I fears are real
0: have, you know whatever um just strike me down
1: so tomorrow you wake up uh, and this wild thing has happened to so, so you and your family and everybody in your circle has n- so much money. Like money, you know, you now no longer even think about money. Somebody is on your staff that it's thinks really about train. thinks about money. What? Yeah. Uh, how different does your life look then? How how if money is no longer an issue? How are you? How are you spending your days? What what do things look like? Is it different? Are you just the same? and I'm t- the same. And, t- and then... Nothing really changes. And then I, when...
0: I, I, I want to... I think with all that money, it would be very easy to lose yourself and you'll lose your family and lose all ideals and just... For sure. ...everyday structure, you know? I think that... Stay healthy. Right. You know?
1: So what about uh, that scenario happens like a year after Ben graduates and he he moves out and and then that happens? Do you, does life still look the same? Do you got do you and Amy travel? Do you pick up travel. new hobbies? Start project like?
0: Yeah, man, I I want to do hobbies all the time. I yeah. try them, and I frankly half ass them. To get into them and like, oh, this is awesome. And I'll spend like ten thousand. You guys did normal know wor- on woodworker I'm now. Like, I'm a ten thousand dollar woodworker. And then I go in and I'm like, I can't even like, hardly like, do a quarter a forty five angle on a quarter round, right? And, then I'm like, eh. <laughs> and I'm like, that's two thousand dollars, right? The shit right there. That's where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I am I keep searching for Sounds alarmingly
1: familiar. You know? I mean,
0: like, I'm always searching for... Uh, you guys
1: didn't know I'm curating dinosaur bones now? I'm
0: like, all of a sudden, that makes me feel amazing. Hey. And I don't... Uh, About, I, think, I Honestly, I think that's what I keep searching for. Okay. I don't know if that's even out there. Okay. Uh, that's part of a... Well,
1: it's a fun dip, to dip your toe in, in else, different you know? waters. Yeah. Try shit out. Wear this hat for a while. And, yeah. Why not? Uh, I mean, and then, yeah, I don't know if I want to wear that hat anymore. Oh, how about this? You know,
0: and my wife.
1: This is why your gra- is, the garage is your closet.
0: Not only my closet, but why she allows me to still marry her or be married to her is she actually allows me to be uh, good these existential crises? Okay. Without she loves you through it. In our relationship. Nice. Which is something that hats off to Amy. Yeah, sounds because like because I'm not. I'm um, not the uh, easy deal.
1: Well, but you're chill. You seem chill, right? Oh no, you're not chill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so not chill, dude. Like okay. I'm such an asshole, and like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm building this deck, and I keep saying the most obscene things out loud, like oh really yeah, loud. And my dad keeps telling me that you can't say those because it's lazy in the neighborhood. Yeah, I, I'm not chill.
1: Nice, yeah. but you're gonna. You might have the place to yourself to chill this afternoon it's gonna happen it's gonna happen yeah let's get you there yeah uh thank you so thank much you very man much for getting me there. uh not only for picking making the time to do this but picking kick-ass records <laughs> that, that uh I really like like whoa well, this this homework I have we is,
0: may, I, I may have been a, yeah yeah
1: it, it, was, it was a blast to get ready for and a blast to do so thanks man I appreciate it Thanks, man. Talk to you.
0: See ya.